everybody. Welcome to Directly to You. It's Fanatics 4's podcast. I'm AJ at Fanatics 4. I'm joined by Parker of Fanatics 4. Hi, Parker. Hello. Um, the housekeeping, because, like, usually I would say, how are you doing, Parker? But, like, I'm going to ask you that anyway. So, like, housekeeping. Uh, you can support this channel at youtube.com slash Fanatics 4 by clicking that join button for $4.99. Oh, also, twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4. For $4.99, you get loyalty badges. You get loyalty uh, well, <laughs> right after max complimented you a couple weeks ago about like wow you did such a good job keeping on track with all that no i was about to call it loyalty emotes that's what i was about to say again we love I mean, loyalty that's emotes say, guys was, that's yeah. really the best emotes, kind of emotes loyalty badges game of time with us switch keys from time to time when they're available access to our discord for supporters only you can join the Discord regardless. It's linked in the description. It's a great time. Hello, Parker. How you doing? Hello, I'm doing. I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing. You better believe it. Um, so there you go. There's that. Yeah, I'm good. Um, all sorts of things. I don't know. You want to get talking about what games we're playing or any of that? Yeah. Let's do yeah, it, man. You playing any video games? I still not as much as I would like to right now. But um, mm. I did this week play Castle Crashers with Mitch. Um, oh, shoot. he, that's like, he, I remember him telling me about that game like three years ago or something like forever ago. And so when he was coming out on switch, I was like, Hey Mitch, guess what? And then castle crashes. So, um, <laughs> he was pretty excited. So he got it and, uh, he'd been wanting to introduce me to it. And yeah, so we came over, we played some Castle Crashers, and it's a, it's a good old time. It's a good couch co-op and pretty silly. We played, uh, Ashley played for a little bit with us. It's quite hectic, all things considered, but, um, Friendly fires turned off, so that's good. Otherwise, we would have been destroying each other <laughs> accidentally. Rip, rip. Um, but yeah, so been playing that for one thing, and uh, we were yeah. gonna play that. Mm -hmm. uh, me and Bob were gonna play that, but then Overwatch came out, um, uh -huh. so we we're like, nah, let's play that instead. Uh, in retrospect, probably should have played Castle <laughs> Crashers because people were upset that we played Overwatch, even though the whole thing was that we did like the hashtag Free Kong and all that yeah, stuff, right. but Hong Kong and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I played a, <laughs> I played a little bit of Overwatch. Mm -hmm. uh, I was playing that. That game's fine. It plays okay on Switch. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't really notice a huge difference. Granted, I haven't played Overwatch on other platforms. And to, like, this is my third time purchasing this game. Well, <laughs> technically, my second time purchasing the game. I got it on PlayStation 4 for free. Okay. Because TGN, when I used to do that with them, and they were like a, mm -hmm. or still are, I guess, an Overwatch channel. Um, I don't know. I haven't watched them in forever. Anybody still watch TGN? Uh, let me know. What do they do now? Now that everybody yeah. hates Blizzard. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was playing that. I'm going to be... Uh, well, I don't know if I'm ever going to play that game again. Uh, but I'm going to be a somber main for as long as I play that game. Because I like the whole time I was playing it, I was like, okay, which button does what? <laughs> like every, After every single match, I'm like, where's my what am I doing? Smash! <laughs> yeah, Everything's like, in this <laughs> not how you do a forward smash like <laughs> what's going on with this game yep um so yeah it's like i mean it's, it was a very confusing uh process but um for all things considered uh considering the fact that i don't play shooters at all other than splatoon and even that i don't play as much as i used to yeah um i did pretty good nice um which one's sombra? i don't even know sombra is the one from mexico okay she's the hacker lady she says boop <laughs> Nice. Um, it, I mean, it's true. There you go. I mean, there, yeah, that's what that's you're looking for, facts. I guess, in a human. It's, it's factual information. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, 
Did I play anything else other than Smash Brothers? I barely even played Smash. Dude, man. our channel actually performing well <laughs> changes my schedule a lot, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I played Smash Brothers because I'm like trying, obviously, I'm trying to stay the, like in my prime. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to get rusty. I want to like jump into tournaments and stuff and do good. That's right. Um, so I'm playing that. Uh, and hurting people's feelings, you know. Mm-hmm. Like today, I played Smat. Like today was a stupid busy day. Um, so like after I had that meeting uh, that we talked about, um, I was played Smash Brothers for like twenty minutes, and then that happened because what I usually do is I'll open an arena um, because you can do like tournament rules on like quick play and tournaments in the game. Ironically, you can't. So uh-huh. like I just open arenas and let random people join in. Um, so with that specific guy that I uh, uploaded the uh, replay for on Twitter.com/slash yeah. <laughs> uh link in the description. Um, that was like after I don't know, like three matches. He picked like uh, I I would assume his main who was Mario, and then he got beat, and then he got beat again, and then he went to Ganondorf because that's what people tend to do if they're like, oh well, uh-huh. I can't win, but I'm gonna try to cheese this guy. Yeah, right. Um, and then he got effed and he left, <laughs> and then after that, I was like, well, I gotta save that replay and tweet it because like it's the perfect length. Twitter doesn't like me posting videos that are longer than two minutes because Twitter's stupid. Um, and that was only like a minute, less than a minute, yeah. really. Um, it's like, yeah, I'm posting that. So yeah, I played Smash Bros. for like 20, 20 minutes today. Nice. <laughs> uh, which is a, a good time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna go, the plan is to go to the local again tomorrow, but I don't know. That, that, that Pat, my past teaches me that that always falls apart until three more <laughs> attempts later. Um, so TBD on that. Yeah, let us know how that goes in any case will do uh but yep. i want to let people know how the news is going yeah let's talk about <laughs> so that let's talk about the news <laughs> okay so uh there's there's not a lot of huge stuff this week but we got a lot of little tidbits on some various things so uh first up is uh lots of pokemon stuff Again, lots of little Pokemon stuff. We got a new trailer. Also, we're recording Thursday, so if anything crazy happens on Friday, we don't know about it. Sure, sure, yeah, we don't. I mean, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Yeah, no, yeah. it's uh, you guys are living in some weird. You guys made that up. Berenstain Bear world or something. Um, that whole thing. Um, but yeah, Pokemon Sword and Shield. First thing is we got a new trailer, and people are uh, excited or up in arms about it. <laughs> Weirdest controversy, I feel like surrounding the trailer um but yeah it's wait are people upset about that I, as i've said i've been very busy I, yeah so i don't know what people are doing like so, why are they upset about this trailer wasn't it just like a thing of like this is like a pokemon throughout the years and stuff here's this art style and here's the other one it's exactly it like what it is and so and like a number of people were commenting like uh you don't know that all these pokemon are going to be in the thing maybe some of them aren't going to be in pokemon sword and shield oh you can't just count God. them in there maybe game freak enlisted some completely other company and said like oh you don't have to or just like make a trailer with all these old pokemon but didn't specify which ones and those ones aren't going to be in the game like what that's so stupid that's so stupid like i i hope and not even because like i specifically want this because i don't care 
Um, I hope that they took out four Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because all of this would be for nothing. You know, like people and people are gonna like have fake outrage for it. They're gonna be like, but I wanted Bidoof, yeah, you know, right. who I think is probably in the game. Yeah. Um, but like it's just like all the cause mo- the, the Pokemon that they take out are gonna be Pokemon that most people like statistically, like factual information is backing this up, do not care about. Yep. But because they're taking them out, people are going to be they're like, that's messed up. I always loved this Pokemon. It always, it's a staple in my I always Pokemon wanted to eventually PC. want to use them. Yeah, like I was go- I was planning on the next one to have him be my on my team. I was going to do a solo run with just that Pokemon. Yeah. And now they robbed that opportunity for me. Which granted, uh, I mean, like, I, I would love for all the Pokemon to be in here. And I yeah, we're going to see all the Pokemon again at some point. But like right now it's just it's funny to me that we're freaking out so bad and it's it's also completely fine to be disappointed i posted about it on twitter and some people responded it's totally fine to be disappointed about it i think what's Mm. funny is just the like well i'm never buying this game because they're because of that alone like it's also fine if you're don't really care about that but don't want to buy the game for any other reason also granted like I, i say that i say that that's okay but like if these are pokemon that just sit in your box anyway literally nothing changed yeah because you can still put them in pokemon <laughs> home and they'll just sit in a different box for the, uh, the duration of this game's life you know like <laughs> i much prefer what seems to be the direction that they're going in yeah. they implement 150 plus new pokemon over implementing 60 and then we get to keep all 900 or whatever all that i'll were say in is i really hope that the whole uh galar dex shows up so that's, I mean, that's it. As long as everything. Yeah, man. I hope that you know what the conspiracy theory. This is uh, the reason why we didn't see the Evos yet is because they were preemptively cut yep. from the Gatler decks. <laughs> Savo is not able to evolve. He said, in this "You know game. what? We probably we probably should have an evolution for Sobble, but we'll go ahead and cut it. Uh, make sure Trubbish can be in there instead." Yeah, they're like they're like Ash isn't going to evolve this anyway, so like he's just not going to have evolution in this game. <laughs> oh man, alive! Yeah, I. In any case, I thought it was I thought it was a great trailer. It was lots of fun. Um, I mean, it's uh, sort of more of the same in some ways, but just like, hey, look, it's all your friends, and they'll all be here and stuff. I mean, they won't all be there, but all those ones probably will. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know. Yep. So that was one bit of Pokemon news, and uh, it was a thing. So, but some other bits was um, just a whole bunch of little interviews. So I'm gonna grab some. Uh, what's the words i'm looking for quotes there you go that's the one yeah i'm gonna grab some quotes from various places so this one is uh i think it was an interview with janishi masuda and shigeru omori and mm. so they asked a couple of different questions so on whether there will be pokemon go integration uh long story short no <laughs> but i mean yes but no yeah, so it says in Pokemon Sword and Shield, there's no direct communication with Pokemon Go, but you'll have seen right. the announcement for Pokemon Home where there are plans to be able to send Pokemon from Pokemon Go and take them around with you. So that's something we do have. Yeah, which is like the only difference from that and it being like deemed Pokemon Go integration mm-hmm. is being able to put them in the Pokemon Pokeball Plus or whatever. Right. Um. So, eh, you know, like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So there's that. That's a little thing. Uh, moving Hashtag on. free product, I guess. <laughs> um, on whether they feel it's difficult to please everyone and is there a difficulty slash pressure there? Uh, so this is kind of what we were just talking about. Uh, yeah, mm. there's definitely a, a level of pressure when you're making the game, but it doesn't feel 
or but it doesn't make developing a game feel stressful or anything like that. At the end of the day, it's something that we love doing and is really fun to do, but we definitely want well, we definitely really want to answer all the wishes of our fans and live up to their expectations, which is something that's quite challenging. So in that sense, yeah, there's definitely a pressure. But we also, within ourselves, always strive to make the best game and really deliver on something really deliver something we're proud of and that we feel fans are going to enjoy. So yeah, there's fun and pressure in there. Um, so on the topic of that, and th this is coming from somebody that has literal hours of them saying, like, I want this in a Pokemon game. Yeah. I don't want them to listen to everything that fans say. Right. Because at the end of the day, we're fans because of the thing that they made. Um, <laughs> yeah. there are certain things that I would like be more, um, like, I don't know, dogmatic, I guess, on like, I want them to change this, no questions asked, I don't care what they say. <laughs> and that, that would probably be the battle system, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Everything else is like, you know, you made the thing, I like the thing that you made, and just, you know, just do that, dude. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I think isn't really uh, an exception, technically, because I don't like the battle system that they made. Yeah. So they're, they're like, I mean, it's fine. Mm -hmm. It's it's serviceable, um, but it's not the thing that makes me like Pokemon as much as I do. Yep. Um. So I retract my statement about uh, about the thing that I said. You know? <laughs> nice. Uh, speaking of negative <laughs> feedback, going into this last one, uh, he says, of course, you know, you see these sorts of negative comments, and it does, as a developer, make you feel a bit down about certain things. But at the same time, you have to take criticism. For example, with Pokemon Let's Go, uh, early on there were a lot of comments that it was too easy or it was kind of a bit too kid focused and that sort of thing. That sort of comment is something you see and you take on board and really try to base improvements in the next game on feedback you receive from the last one. So with regard to the Pokedex issue in particular that you've mentioned, that was something that was a really hard decision internally. There were a lot of discussions about which direction we should take that in, and ultimately we felt that for the overall game, focusing on creating the richest experience we could within that game, leaving the Pokedex as we did, was the best overall solution. Right. So this is basically their like long way of saying like we're sorry you feel that way <laughs> like we're not sorry we did it yeah but we're sorry you feel the way about what we did because yeah. like ultimately they needed to do that like I applaud them for that and that's why like I'm like yeah yeah cry about it or whatever dude because like I much rather them slash the national decks in half and like include two hundred and 50 Pokemon in the game. If that makes the game better to play, mm -hmm. then good. You know, like I, I really I really don't um, think that the collect-a-thon aspect of it all, especially since you get to keep all your Pokemon anyway. Yeah. Like they still move with you forward through Pokemon mm -hmm. Home and all that stuff. Um, it's not as important as making a game that's good, yeah. you know? Like if I'm just playing the same exact game that I played in 1980, I mean 1998 <laughs> or whatever, right? Um, then that's not worth having all 1,000 Pokemon. Yeah. I do wonder if, uh, I mean, and I don't know, and I don't know that these that most of these people would be super objective about it anyway. But if it weren't for the fact that you can bring all of your Pokemon forward, you know, from pretty much any game, all the way, like if you couldn't transfer any games out from the game that they were in other than to just you know like to each other you know so like i could between blue and red and blue and red and yellow and blue and red and stuff but if i couldn't have my blue save pokemon all the way brought up with me to in the pokemon bank and stuff like that 
how much less would people care about the national deck stuff if it would just yeah. weren't like within so you this mean individual if that was game, like never if that was never yes, a thing if that never if existed you were never and it was able just to do like that. here's this game because i think there's a lot of people where that's a ultimately the case like i don't have pokemon yeah. bank i don't have pokemon that i've brought up with me i just have pokemon right. that i really like and so yeah. you know part of that probably informs the fact that i don't care as much because i'm like so, i'm gonna and this is catch five hundred pokemon or whatever I already, I literally had that, and I had Pokemon that I brought all the way up and stuff like that, and lost them, and I don't care, yeah. you know, it's like, I'll get them again, you know, like, that's why I'm playing the game, yeah. <laughs> I want to play the game, yep. uh, so, whatever, dude. <laughs> I mean, and I think the, the question is, to some degree, for those people, the mystery of Pokemon Home, because if Pokemon Home is the solution for this is where the Pokemon, the specific digital ID of Pokemon that you love you know, not just like generic uh, Ponyta or whatever, but this specific Ponyta. If yeah, but we we already know that, like for right. a fact. But I mean, like I guess literally what just that's going to mean bang. in terms of you know gameplay or like what, like if you can I like interact with them in some. Which, I, know, I mean, yeah. they kind of alluded to that. If yeah. you can like interact, with, you can interact with them in some yeah. way within the bank. Yeah, there's um, just no like, clear picture of like what it's going to look like exactly, other than assurance that. Yes, it'll it'll benefit you in the future to just have them in Pokemon Home, which like, yeah, we, we understand, I understand, I'm happy with that. But I think for some people it might be good to be able to have a visualization. Not that they're mm -hmm. going to do that, though. Like, they're not going to tell you right now, hey, here's what we're going to do in two, three years or whatever, because that's too far away, so they yeah. would announce it closer to the date that it's going to happen. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I'm curious. I don't know. Right. So, um, yep. And then the last bit I, on here is on the possibility of more stop being crybabies. What? I said I think people need to stop being crybabies <laughs> one way or the other, but you know. I I was listening to Spotify on shuffle today and some song by a band that I don't really know very well came up and used the word crybaby in it and I was like I'm skipping this song immediately. <laughs> that, that just doesn't feel like there's some words that just don't feel like they should be in songs and that that definitely was one That's of them. That's one of them. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, the last bit from this article is on the possibility of more Let's Go style games. And Junichi Mitsuda yeah. says, so at the moment, there's no particular plans, but if the fans really like it, then definitely keep those voices coming out to the Pokemon Company and Nintendo and make sure we hear them. Laughs. <laughs> we want to hear so those comments. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> like, he didn't, say, he didn't yeah. say no. Right. He said, and he didn't even just say there's no plans for that. He said no particular plans. So does that mean that it's something that they're thinking about and they're saying, yeah, we might do that? I probably, that's my guess is that they didn't, like going into it, they probably went in with the mentality of like, maybe we'll do something more with this later. Like, I, cause it's, I think you could also take from this to like, you know, they're not gonna say what they're gonna do. So like they are mm -hmm. planning yeah, something and they're just not gonna say it because Right. True. They wouldn't. But that yeah, says because companies never do. Right. There's uh like I forgot what the example was, but there was like a thing of like um you know like Liam Liam Robinson or somebody like that. Um. Well, I think him and also another person. Uh -huh. It was uh Laura Kate Dale. Uh, like leaked something. It was like this is gonna happen, and then the company was like, "Nah, you're dumb. Like that would never happen." And then the week after that, they're like, "This is happening." Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like they just don't address that they just like completely disrespected the, this person that actually had a legitimate leak. Yep. It's just like, and it's. I mean, it's, it's like positive. the same thing with the. I mean that that probably wasn't the Nintendo DS thing, but I'm pretty sure that was. 
with a Nintendo DS, they were like, are you guys going to announce something called a Nintendo DS next week? And Nintendo was like, no, there's no way, man. And then they we just straight up, oh, it was the DSi. That. That's what it was. And they were like, or the DS Lite or something. And they were like, the DS Lite. <laughs> so, which is just funny. So all that said, like, I, I do think, because I, I think some of the conversation around Let's Go has been that it's, that it'll be the third year rotation game kind of thing, you know? Um, yeah. And I, I don't know that it would be. I feel like I don't think it has to be. I think mm-hmm. that like cuz usually the second version or whatever right. or even you know like the the um the ports. Yeah. They're just based off of a lot of the work that they already did. Yeah. So like it's just a, a, like for the Sino remakes or whatever, right? Like really all they got to do is all and I say all they got to do, but, you know, <laughs> but like build the Sino region, you know. Yeah. And then the character models for that. Um, instead of having to create an entire new region from scratch yeah. and then the engine and then, you know, like the, the art style and like all the stuff that you got to do when you create a new generation, yep. they don't have to do that. Yep. So I would, at the very least, I would assume that cuts their like workload in half, yep. if not more than that. Which in speaking on that, Masuda goes on in a different article with where he talked with IGN about... Um, how it'll approach future Pokemon titles and new gen titles having three-year dev cycles and whatnot. So Masuda says, what we uh, what we keep or what we change may depend somewhat on the timing of when the game will come out. For example, with Sun and Moon, you mentioned the trials versus the gyms. One of the reasons for that was was it was the second generation of Pokemon on the 3DS. So we wanted to kind of provide a little bit of surprise for there for people. We wanted to, for this first entry on Switch at least, really do a traditional take on Pokemon and bring back the gyms. We usually have about a three-year development cycle for the new generation titles, so when we're first setting out on creating the themes and the systems for the games, we always got to think about what are or where are things going to be three years from now and trying to envision that a little bit. We have to consider that the people who are currently fans are going to be three years older and ask ourselves, what kinds of things would they be looking forward to? Interesting. Right. Also funny that thinking the people who are currently fans are going to be three years older. But if they're thinking of the current fans as nine-year-olds... <laughs> <laughs> like, like, man, they're going to be in the. I mean, to an extent, yeah. I mean, still, they like you change. I think you change more from when you're nine to when you're twelve than you do when you're twenty-two to when you're twenty-five. Hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, like, I mean, sense. Yeah, but I mean, it's just because. Yeah, I do wonder just in general when they think about their target demographics and stuff like that. You, know, they've got to know that they've got. I mean, in all their trailers, they've got now like. 22 year olds walking around playing Pokemon or whatever, you know? Um, yeah. So they've got to know that they have a substantial adult, you know, young adult, whatever demographic. Uh, but I'm curious how they approach that. And the three year dev cycle thing is like, uh, it just makes sense. Like we kind yeah, of knew that. <laughs> yeah. So they're continuing to confirm it, I guess. I mean, some people don't because they're like, they need to spend more time on these games. And it's like, yeah, but like, almost no game benefits from spending more than three years on said game it's like if you do that nine times out of ten it's because like the game hasn't been good for a long time <laughs> and they're like spending a lot of time trying to bring it up to that you know mm. um like when a game like uh like the um what is that game called last guardian or like kingdom hearts or whatever mm-hmm. they're not literally toiling away on the game that we're playing currently for eight 
to 12 years or whatever, yeah. right? Like, they're making a game, realizing it's not as good as they wanted to be, starting over, making that game, saying, oh, man, this isn't turning out great either, starting over again, you know? Like I mean, it's they're not, doing the Metroid it, Prime 4 thing, just not letting us in not on... Publicly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, like, Breath um, of the Wild even so yeah. is one that had, a you know, a five-year cycle or so, I think. Um, yeah. But some of that was definitely the fact that as they went they knew that the switch was coming out and so i think right. they took off they just i mean i and don't it's know also this for clear sure that they completely changed it changed the direction of that game because True. like the proof of concept trailer that we got is entirely different <laughs> it's not even like uh uh like the difference between like uh the gamecube zelda game that right, was yeah. like and the Wind Waker. Ocarina of Time 2 sort of situation yeah. into Wind Waker. Like, it's even more drastic than that. Where that Which game, trailer are you, are you thinking about? Because I'm trying to... The 2011 Zelda, like when he was fighting the spider. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yes. Like, 100%. that game is completely different yes. from what we ended up getting. So, I think it's pretty safe to say that, like, before we were going to get, like, a, a spiritual successor to, like, a Twilight Princess yeah. or something like that, right? Um, and then we edited, or even like an Ocarina of Time or Majora's mm-hmm. Mask, and then we got Breath of the yep. Wild, which is like an entirely different game. Yep. Um, I think, yeah, so I, I mean, big point of what I was saying there was just to like, I think by the time Breath of the Wild was pretty much done, they were like, well, the Switch is around the corner, we might as well just like keep on touching some stuff up, you know, like, I yeah. mean, it's kind of like if, if you and I finish a video ahead of time, and it's just sitting there, we're like, well, actually, no, I don't really have to. <laughs> the opportunity to do that but theoretically i, I could wish. go back in and be like yeah. i'm just gonna tweak some more things because i know that yeah, i've got like the time no, you know nothing's really done until it has to right be. yeah exactly so you could just kind of keep messing around with stuff i mean that's how i feel with like songs or something like that like if i'm recording something i'll just go back in and like you know fix some mm-hmm. things up i don't know it's fun and crazy um and then there's one more interview bit that we've got here uh, but there's so many interview bits i'm not going to read all of it um so long story short pokemon you know it talks about the wild area and uh the i'll just read a little bit what was the idea behind having regular interactions with the league champion leon from the earliest stages in the game omori says one of the biggest reasons for having you interact with the champion and being shown in the prowess of the champion so early or being shown the prowess of the champion so early is that sword and shield is a continuation of traditional rpgs like x and y sun and moon so really conveying that aspect of you're going to go on your journey doing the gym battles and there's this really powerful champion you want to aspire to defeat that was one of the aspects we wanted to convey so we put the champion in the story much more uh i think something like that is going to be tough to do um in a game like this because i mean i don't know about you but I go into Pokemon games already being like, well, I'm already better than you are. I just got to level up, you know? Like, yeah. it's, it's like in terms of like strategy and all this stuff, like, I don't know, maybe they got better with their AI right. or whatever, right? Um, but it's never a thing of like, man, dude, this guy's going to be real good at battling. It's, it's just like, nah, you've existed in this world for longer than me. I've been playing this game for three <laughs> hours. <laughs> like, yeah, that is the thing. I wish... I wish there was a stair step AI and maybe there is, but you know that there were tiers of AI that you could choose hard, medium or easy or something like that to where Mm -hmm. I 
I know that, or even not have to choose that, but just a thing of like, like how Uncharted works, right, or yeah. most Naughty Dog games work, where it's like, oh, you're kind of good at this game, so like we're gonna throw more at you, right. and like enemies that are smarter and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, because that's um, true. Because I mean, even thinking about it in the world, like taking um, what Pokemon Origins was the anime, right? Where yeah. in that Brock, when he faced off against Ash, was like Brock was All like, right, you're early you on nothing. Yeah, so it was, it was like, trash. I'm just gonna grab and two Pokeballs, <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Yeah. So I think with with also you're going to get uh, somebody. I think Bianca's probably going to be like, that's not Ash because it's not Ash. <laughs> oh, it's you're red. Stupid. You're so right. It's red. I'm you're so dumb, guys. Uh, I hope that you would forgive me, and I'm don't forgive I'm not me. Fully canceled. It. I'm just just a little bit canceled. You canceled. <laughs> Grimhain twenty five percent uncanceled me last week from for choosing autumn over fall. So yeah, that's but something. Like, you know, <laughs> but yeah. So with Grimhain. that, yes, red. Um, but Brock decided I'm going to choose just two Pokeballs because I mean, you know, that's what happens in the game. But it's not like Brock yeah. only should have two Pokemon. It's just that he chose yeah. two that you know befit your level. It's, it's like how- you expect me to believe that you're a leader of a gym. And this like prestigious city and all that crap, and all you have is a level like your strongest Pokemon is like level fourteen. Right. Yeah, you exactly. really want me to believe that? You know, like yeah. I mean, it's kind of like you know. So this past weekend, I was looking. Uh, we had our God Kids. Mm-hmm. We were taking care of them, and we and I played some video games with with uh, Asher, and he lo- just loves Mario right now. By the way, <laughs> like in. To an obs- Which hilarious, one? like specifically just Mario, the the oh, just the magic yes. character. He's it's just like cute, okay. and but also like sometimes you're like, all right, go uh, go do something else instead of talking to me about Mario anymore. <laughs> like his parents will be hanging out, and they're like, yeah, it's yeah, he's uh, he really likes Mario. What is that like? What what form does that take? It's you know, hilarious. Like, it's, I could I could talk about like how cool Charizard is and like Pokemon Charizard. Like yo, Pokemon Charizard is dope. Yep. But like Mario's like man in his mustache, and then when he jumped on that thing, it's you know, like, it's really funny because honestly, like it's super cute. All he knows to talk about is the things that he talks about, and he knows he wants to talk about it more, but doesn't always have more material. So sometimes he's like, okay. "What are all the Mario characters you know?" And then, like, <laughs> you'll be like, um, yeah, so Mario, Luigi, Bowser. And he's like, what about Iggy and Larry and Lemmy? And, or Lenny Runner? And, like, and I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. And so yeah. it's just that kind of stuff. And, in, like, I was over at their house, and we were just reading the manual for Super Mario Bros. Wii because he had used all his gaming time. And he's like, so that's how you do a ground pound. I already knew that. <laughs> <laughs> so in any case, we were playing Super Smash Brothers. Uh, we were on a team because he wanted to, and we were on a team together against Bowser. And he was like, "Maybe we should choose an easier character to fight against." And I was like, "Yeah, this level one Bowser is really hard." Um, <laughs> but it was just because, and I had to figure out like a nice, helpful way to say, um, "Well, so he's actually we're we're beating him a bunch of times, but you're." Also walking off the stage a bunch, which means that we're losing by just total Wait, how numbers. Is he? How old is He's, he? He's uh, six. Yo, that's prime MK Leo making years. Let give me, yep. give me a month, and he'll be a legend. So it was by great. the time he said we ended up. I I've decided to go to because I was just on like a battlefield type stage or something, and then I switched it over, and we were just on Wii Fit Trainer stage, and then that was perfect because then he didn't have to worry about falling off. He could just focus on fighting and stuff, but. All that to say, to come back around to the point of like, if I'm playing against Asher, who's a six-year-old and doesn't know how to play Super Smash Brothers, I'm going to find a way to handicap myself. Otherwise, it's just 
dumb and annoying. You know, like either I'll play worse on purpose or I mean, in this case, I played with him. Like but if he played, you know, against you like play Squirtle only. Yeah, right. Do do something <laughs> like that. So I think all that said, um, if it's obvious that that's what the gym leaders are doing is it's like as you because some gens, you can like go back and fight them again later or whatever. Right. And right, right. if that's the case, if they make it obviously in the story things, it's not like the gym leader didn't just get better. It's not that they were like, hey, yeah. I trained a bunch and now I'm good too. But it's like, right. no, they actually <laughs> have now pulled out fewer stops so that you could, you know, to fight you and stuff like that. Like that's, that's fun. Um, so I think mm. that kind of story context for the champion as well, this was such a long way to come back to this point, would be cool where it's like, he makes you feel like he's, you know, kind of coming down to your level and testing your skills where you're at instead of like, oh, he kind of sucks in the beginning. he just trashes you and it's okay. Yeah. Like if he, he's just like, you're you're there and you're like, here's my level 26 uh, Sobble or whatever its evolution is because we don't know that yep. yet. Uh, and then he just comes out with a level 52 like Blaziken or something. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, shoot. You know, like, I'm not going to win this. Yep. Uh, and then later, he, he's even stronger. Now he has a level 75 Blaziken. You know, it's like yep. eventually you get to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm as strong as you yep. were. Um and it's it's okay to lose to somebody that is that much stronger. Agreed. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, the Pokemon games are right now designed so that kids can feel powerful and empowered and stuff like that. But it it doesn't have a lot of kind of the context for adults to now go back and play it. I don't even think it does a good job at teaching kids that because like Mega Man X, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was a game that just straight up was like, nah, you're not beating this guy. You're, <laughs> you're supposed to lose here. And there's other games that have bosses yeah, like that right. where it's like, you're supposed to lose. Um, and there could be moments like that in Pokemon. I mean, yeah. to some extent, uh, like Pokemon yellow and blue and red, uh, it's okay if you lose to your rival. Right. And that determines your path forward where it's yep. like, well, I'm going to have a Jolteon because, like, whatever, you know, like that sort uh-huh. of situation. Um, they could do that. Yep. And just have certain battles that, like, you're meant to lose. Yeah. I would like that a lot just for content. I mean, I really like that in, um, so like, Golden Sun. Again, I talk about that a bunch. The first fight you have with uh, Saturus and Minardi, which that's a game that I read those names so much but I don't know if I know how to pronounce them all right. I've just got my own pronunciations in my head. You know what I mean? Uh, but in mm-hmm. any case, with the first fight you have with them, they straight up demolish you. You're like, I'm going to take you on. And you like try to fight them. And they just like one hit KO you pretty much. And that's like, I think it's a good you know start to be like, oh, wow, I've got a long way to go. Right. So. It actually makes the game feel challenging. Yes. Even if there's no possible way for a game like this to <laughs> actually be challenging right because it's all numbers um <laughs> yep it feels that way yep so there's that yeah, stuff the yeah. next next part <laughs> yeah but uh speaking about uh you things being challenging coming back from the wii u that was a real challenge but reggie drew you know what he stepped up and he did it we didn't even talk about the wild area. I know there I don't were so know many what they bits said about there. the wild area. Yeah, I didn't like, like super they, read all of it. Did they say anything important? Because the wild area is like the best thing about this game. Let's okay. Uh, I'll read just that just bit and then we'll uh, we'll see what's up in it. Uh, when you're in the wild area, do you have to set your game to a certain status so players can interact with you? Omori says. Oh no, that's dumb. We don't need to read that. That's basically <laughs> just like the thing of like, hey, uh, multiplayer. You know, like it's not really changed from before. Yeah. Uh, so there we go. We're done with that. Goodbye. Goodbye. Next. 
Reggie, and he talked about some stuff. Uh, he talked about he talked at Cornell. Hey everybody, sorry about that. Uh, this is Parker from the future here. Uh, I'm gonna take a quick aside to tell you that uh, I'm about to have forgotten some some information that I think was uh, is embarrassing. To be frank, that I forgot it. So I don't want you to be yelling at your car speakers or your uh, you know your headphones and telling them what uh, what I did wrong. Because, uh, frankly, it's not their fault. <laughs> it's mine. So, so that said, I, uh, I hope you understand. Uh, I'll interject a little bit. You know, where I made those mistakes, I'll just, uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll say what I actually meant to say. But, you know, it's in the future here. I remember, to, like, the day afterwards. So, yeah. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this little aside time, though. This has been, uh, this has been fun. So, uh, let's do it again sometime. All right. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> Let's get back to our regularly uh, scheduled program. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, thank you a lot. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Um, which, yep. Get to the point. Um, any, um, Andy Bernard. And, uh, Bernard. Man. Yes. Is, mm-hmm. It's an office reference and I forget Andy's last name all it of a sudden. It's Bernard. Everybody's going to be mad at me. Yeah. They're the furious. Comments. Uh, uh-huh. How dare you? Man, I'm, I feel so dumb. I keep thinking of Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec. No, nah, that's not it. In any case, Andy Bernard. Andy went to Cornell. He sure did. Um, mm-hmm. uh, here we go. Reggie said a bunch of things. All right, bye. And he chatted with. These are some tidbits from the thing. Reggie once chatted with the person who engineered the NES, and to ask him its main goal, which was to play a good game of Donkey Kong. That's funny. And then a bunch of other things he talks about. One of the things he said, he acknowledged that the Wii U was a pretty was a failure, pretty bluntly, but he called it a failure forward since it led to the Switch. And then there were a bunch of True. other things, but that was probably the most interesting one. My best pal, Reggie, you know what I mean? That's right. Follows you on Twitter and everything. My bud. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's true. The the Wii U definitely is like the sort of thing that like, like imagine if the Switch was Wii U. Like how much of a mm. different place. You mean place. like if the Switch came out when the Wii U. Yeah, like if the Wii U just didn't happen and the Switch came out in its place. Yeah. Like if switch came out in 2012 here's the question in in this scenario because it could go either way and in this scenario is the technology of the switch the exact exact oh 100 percent that would have exploded the world because i think you know like it coming out now like the the tech existed like i literally made uh well it was more so uh, in early stages. They would have been basically doing what like PlayStation and uh, and Xbox do, um, where they like you know buy in early, like before it's like right. a consumer yeah. product. Um, they could have just been like, "Hey, the Tegra K1 chip," I think they call it at the time. Um, I want that. Give me some of that. Yeah. And then they like, all right, well here you go. Um, and even if they came out later, like even if it was like 2013, 2014. Uh, I think they would have been at a significantly better place than even they are now. Yeah. Um, because, like, you don't have the Wii U for, like, context. Like, their first ever HD thing is a handheld, yeah, you know? Right. It's, like, it, it's even more of a thing of, like, um, they tried to make... And people were way off base with this, but, like, they're, like, making, like, PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 comparisons with the Wii U, and they're like, it's not even more powerful than that. Right. It's like, no, that's not true. <laughs> like, in any way, shape, or form, that's not <laughs> yeah. true. Um, but, like, those comparisons would even more so, like, go down the drain. Right. Um, so, yeah, and I, I think it would set up the next thing even better. Yeah. Uh, but that's just... I mean, that, that, that would... Like, Nintendo's not that 
type of company mm-hmm. anymore. And yeah, um, I think to, the question to too would be the their like their approach. It, you know, assuming assuming it would be the same as it is now, where it's like core gamers and that kind of stuff. Like they would have had to. Uh, I mean, that would be great. You know, like if that were the case, because that was another part of the Wii U thing. I think was just that it the marketing and all that kind of stuff felt it was very confused to, yeah exactly it was it like was, we've got like, some grown-up games but like nobody really wanted they didn't market the console really to actual adults like to be a cool yeah. piece of machinery but then they had grown-up right. games on it and then like all that kind of stuff so it was just like yeah like i talked about how mess. like I, I got my wii u at launch mm-hmm. and i had like six games mm-hmm. and most of them were N. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's never been a thing on a Nintendo platform for me yeah. before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad the Wii U brought us where we are now. Um, very curious again, like what happens after the Switch, but that's a fairly long way away. The swap. We already said it. We already predicted it. Just like I predicted the Switch. That's right. Uh, I'm predicting the swap. <laughs> so like. Uh, this time, write an article about me, you know, because Bob wasn't the only one that predicted. I even predicted the chipset. I predicted everything about the Switch. <laughs> this man, Bob, just said, eh, maybe it'll do like a thing when they dock it and it'll play 3DS games and st- other stupid stuff that he said. <laughs> I do remember watching their reaction video or whatever uh, after the fact. And they were, which again, it was after the fact. So Switch already come out and stuff. And they were like, oh, it's definitely gonna play 3ds games of course like it wouldn't be worth it if it didn't play 3ds games and i'm like nah man it does not play 3ds games i mean but, but you know like, what? it'd be cool if it did what if it did that'd be cool yep. it would um, be. then you wouldn't have to play 3ds uh then, then you wouldn't spit in nintendo's <laughs> face when they hashtag product provide see maybe that's why maybe it's your fault you can play Ultra Sun, so like you know what? We're not going to send you. Of course, it's my game. Fault. Uh, we're not. Even go- we're Fire not going to send you Fire Emblem. Yeah, <laughs> several others. <laughs> I mean, all things considered, not really that many. Yeah, anymore. I guess so. Um, uh, that they because they, they didn't I send mean, Mario, Mario Maker. Stuff, I don't think did they? Right, Mario Maker and Fire Emblem were the two that is like that was kind of shocking. Yeah, but the rest of them is like they didn't really send it to that many people yeah. either. Um. So. Yep. Luigi's Mansion is soon. Curious about how that one turns out. Yeah, we'll out. see. We'll see, dude. We'll see. We'll see if, if we're looking back in at our good graces. Yeah, if they're looking at our channel growth and our like monthly views, they're like, oh shoot, like <laughs> this is like top. Like we're almost like this is about to be the biggest month ever. Because I think the most that we got in a single month before was like four hundred and something thousand, and we're already almost there. I think we so, are there, maybe. I mean, well, if you're looking at Social Blade, that's different because I unprivated a video, oh. um, and that video had like a hundred and something thousand. So that, <laughs> that is that different like cheese the number on Social Blade. But I mean, yeah. like if that's what they're looking at, then they're like, oh yeah, man, like but, that's funny. Yeah, who knows, man? Who knows? Who we'll knows? Figure it out. We'll see. But you know what? We do know about some more things about Perfonify. 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 Persona size. Uh, Persona 5 Scramble. <laughs> Got a little more things. Uh, this is just more of a news bit, not so much talking points, because I don't know as much about it. And, yeah, uh, I don't care about this game, dude. But you know what? Here, Here's some <laughs> Maybe stuff. Maybe you Comes do. out February 20th, 2020. And yep. uh, yeah, that's uh, that, there's some other things. Here, I'll just read a couple of the headlines. Um, mystery cases are all occurring all over Japan. Palaces, the cognitive worlds, are warped adults have returned. <laughs> donning their disguises oh once again the phantom thieves are sent out are set out to resolve this new incident and it's an action rpg and it's like a muso kind of thing and 
there's a bunch of different special editions and, and all that kind of stuff. So, Persona 5, y'all. If you didn't know there was more news about it, go check it out. If you want to, check it out. Yeah, man. Bingo, bango. Um, but this next one was pretty clickbaity when it happened. <laughs> uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 got a review score from Famitsu. Uh, next week, we'll actually get the everybody else's review scores and all that stuff. But Famitsu... Is it just because they're a monthly? I never really bothered to look into it, but yeah, I don't know. It's a monthly they just newspaper. Usually get the, they, they get all the stuff first, man. They just get all the things. Weird. It's not fair. Yep. Not fair, dude. Um, but yeah, they uh, <laughs> the clickbait. In case you didn't see it, was some some site put out Luigi's Mansion Three gets lowest ever score in series something something something. Oh wow! And it was like it got a thirty three out of forty, which is. I don't really love the way Famitsu does it, but that's okay. Yeah, it's like that. Even that is misleading because yes, it's like it's three it's, eights it's and a, a, nine. a culmination of yeah, it's a culmination of four different people scores, yep. and they're like nine, eight, eight, eight. Which is like, and that's if good that scores. was like a Metacritic thing, that would be phenomenal, yeah. you know. Uh, but because of how it's averaged out yep. and stuff, or not even Which, averaged I mean, out, they just add all of them it's together. It's the same percentage as it would be on Metacritic. Like that on Metacritic, that would be an eighty-seven point or uh, eighty-two point five. All things considered, which like right, if right, you hear eighty-two point five, you're not, like, okay, cool. But the numbers not the same yes, because right. they don't do the thirty-three. They sounds say thirty-three awful. out of forty. <laughs> it sounds way worse it than it would yeah. if they averaged it out to be Which, out of a hundred. Yeah, I mean whatever. So, but you know, all things considered, it's the lowest score for Luigi's Mansion game, quote unquote. Which the other ones were thirty-four and thirty-five. So like, who? <laughs> so which stupid. just means that two of the people that they got a nine nine eight eight and nine 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 eight. I guess I don't know. Um, right. But in any case. We got review score. Still, that's pretty good. Nine eight eight eight. Um, not that I think with review scores for me, I've said this before on here. I care more about listening to reviews from people that I trust rather than arbitrary numbers from just sources that I don't know what kinds of things they like. Because for all I know, yeah, these people could I could love it, and I, they also like games that I hate, and then it turns out I would hate it, you know, or vice versa, right. where they hate it and i love it or something like that also so. numbers are dumb uh <laughs> assigning numbers to an art form is the stupidest thing uh that you could possibly do i think that opinion is like a, not like a seven out of 15 you know what well um fired <laughs> the art form of opinion um but also on that thing mario and sonic at the tokyo 2020 olympic games got uh two nines and two eights so that's pretty good well, um, that means that it's better yeah, than Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, it sure Mansion. does. So, cancel Luigi's Mansion 3, just Mario and Sonic at Tokyo 2020. Just Mario games. and Sonic, Which, that dude. said, it actually looks like a pretty fun party game. Um, so, that could be a good, like, Christmas type thing. You know, get family around, play some of that. Yeah, we'll sure, why not, you know? But, yep, that's that. And then one last uh, news bit that's going to lead into the next section of our podcast is that gods and monsters got delayed to next fiscal year along with several other Ubisoft games. Oh wait, games. hold on. This just in. Cool. Um, this just in, y'all. Uh, Falcon just DM'd me a tweet and it says, people ignoring that you can access your PC from the wild, which means at any point you can drop the Pokemon. You don't want to get experience. It's like, okay, so the, the context on this is the, the experience share thing is turned on by default. You can't turn it off right uh and people are upset about that 
Um, and Parker, I mean, Parker's, <laughs> and Falcon me. wants to know, uh, Falcon wants to know what, uh, specifically my thoughts, but like, you can give your thoughts too, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, do you care mm-hmm. about the experience though? Oh, no. Because I do not. Yeah, I, I really don't. Um, I, I care for MDB's sake. Yeah, right. Um, but like, as far as my own experience, I mean, I usually turn it yeah. off. Um, but like it being turned on doesn't bother me because yeah. like, like as I've said several times uh, gaining experience isn't hard right it's just time consuming yes. and like you're saving me time so like right. that's cool also you know what I'm curious how they ration it out in the sense that like if I were to have one Pokemon in my party and it were to get a hundred experience from a battle if now I have six oh man this math's gonna if it were to get 60 experience from a battle and now I have six, do they all get 60? Does the first, does the fighting one I get 60 and everybody even. else gets 30? I think it's all even. It's all even. Okay, sure. but is it all even at the total number or at like one sixth of the number? The number you know what I mean? Because like that was. I don't know. I, it's not. Well, I think it's not. Yeah. That's true. Like I don't, I don't know. I think it's just across the board. Whatever experience you're going to get is the experience cool. you're going to get. I don't I'm think it's like diminishing yeah. returns. As long as they, for, because in Gen One it was like really poorly optimized for experience sharing because you had experience all, but it actually, if I if I remember right, it's um, divided it your total the, yeah, amount yeah. across everybody, which mm-hmm. meant it was super slow. Uh, or it wasn't right. quite like that. I think it was like it was slow for like everybody else because like the main Pokemon got more experience than everybody else. Did. Yeah, but which was um, less than it would have gotten like, by itself or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is right, like right, right. ends up just taking so it's super like they, long. <laughs> it's like they cut it in half and then divvied up that yes, half. Yes, exactly. To everybody I think that's, else. I think that is what it was. Something along those lines. So if they do that, then that is kind of annoying. But I doubt it. I because I would imagine that they just knowing that they were going into it with the experience share stuff. They were just going to weight it based I on think that. The you know? goal of this is to mitigate grinding. Yep. But for the people that like grinding, mm-hmm. because of the thing that the whoever <laughs> tweeted, who tweeted this? It was tweet. So I can credit them. RJ underscore smash 1738. Thanks, RJ underscore smash 138. 1738. Got it. There's this tweet. Uh, if you want to follow him, go do it. Uh, but yeah, like like out? he said, um, I've read the I read part of the tweet, but I don't want to read the whole tweet <laughs> again. Um, he's basically saying that like you can access the PC oh, wherever okay, gotcha. in the uh, in the wild area. So like if you want that grind, then just only level one Pokemon at a time, yeah. and then switch it out, and then take out the other Pokemon yeah. that you want to grind, and switch that out, and stuff like that. But for everybody else <laughs> uh, that doesn't like grinding. They don't got to, you know, like that's cool. So it is optional, Yep. but like, it's just like, you got to do like a few, like a a few extra steps and barely even that. I think honestly, like you said, MDB that like challenge runs are going to be the only things directly affected by it. Cause besides that, like, since there and are so many that, more Pokemon is it now, entirely affected, right? It's only affected when he does like a thing of like the six weakest Pokemon in the game, you know. Yeah. But um, most of his challenges that I've seen anyway are like, I'm going to beat this game with just this Pokemon, yeah. and that's it. Um, so I mean, at that point, I mean, it really doesn't change that. Yeah, if he has like HM slaves with him or something, which you wouldn't need to in this one for one thing, um, then you just be leveling them up which doesn't even matter like yeah sure why not just right. level them up and if it divvies them if it divvies up the experience it would make it even harder yeah right exactly that's true so so you know there's all sorts of all sorts of things there 
but yeah. I think so, I think it'll be good. The only reason I think people are worried about it is kind of just holding on to tradition, which yeah. I mean, like it was That's experience most sharing. That people are mad about yeah. is, with anything in Pokemon is like not because like the thing that they're doing is like uh, you know like factually worse. Mm -hmm. It's just a thing of like this is different. I don't <laughs> like different. Yeah, I mean, I guess another thing too that I was just thinking about is in a lot of like RPGs or whatever, gr the grind can be what adds on time to your, you know, mm -hmm. to your gameplay. Um, right. So if this doesn't replace the time that it replenished through the grind, then sure, that could be disappointing. But 100%, I think there's but gonna like, be so many other things like, to fill out that time with to do more though, interesting anyway. like. I don't know if like well I'm not even gonna say that I know that I don't prefer a game's like time to be like this is a 50 hour game and 30 of those 50 hours is grinding right. you know like I much rather have a 20 hour long game where I don't have to grind for 30 mm -hmm. hours. Um, I it, I mean it's fine for again for people that like grinding that's fine make that optional yeah, you know like right, exactly uh, if, if if and especially since it's a thing of like um it's something that you you like doing and it, like grinding is even now for a pokemon game is a very intentional thing yeah. you know like and the newer pokemon games you don't you haven't really had the grind since i would say like gen 2 maybe gen 3 yeah um but for the most part pokemon games like just playing the game normally you're gonna have a a, a team that's competent just by playing the game yep um so like if you want to grind if you're the type of person that likes grinding you're do like you're going out of your way to do that anyway. Yep. True. And we're going out of our way to go back to Gods and Monsters news getting yep. delayed in the tw <laughs> later in the 2020. <laughs> Which like I'm going to be upset. I mean I mean maybe it'll be good for engagement, but if they delay it out of 2020, I'm going to be upset <laughs> cuz so many people are going to be like this is new 2020 more. <laughs> yep. Like, I, I mean it sounds like at least yeah, what they're saying so far for context for anybody else. Um Gods and Monsters was supposed to be first half 2020 along with several other games. This yeah, wasn't was the only one. The first quarter of Okay, 2020. yeah. It was supposed to be February 2020. Right. And instead now they've moved it back to be the second half of 2020. It looks like so uh that said it'll be a holiday game instead well, it's it's weird the second half of their fiscal oh, year oh. of 2020 uh because their fiscal year ends in i mean well it, it's april yeah. they, they moved it from the, uh the uh fiscal year ending in whatever like march or whatever uh -huh. into the next fiscal year right um so it's like it could it's gonna come out anytime between mm, April twenty yeah. fourth or whatever to like March or whatever. Yep. Um, so it could be twenty twenty one. It could still be a twenty twenty game, yeah. but we don't know because like they delayed so much all at once yeah. into that area where it's like and like Watch Dogs that was a twenty um, twenty twenty game that was coming out like March twentieth yep. I think, um, and they delayed that. Does that mean? Like it could either mean that Watch Dogs, even though this isn't a Switch game, but like mm -hmm. bear with me for an example, it could mean that Watch Dogs comes out in April, right? You know, yeah. and that's a month. Away. It's <laughs> not even a month. It's a couple of days. Um, and it could mean Gods and Monsters comes out in April, mm -hmm. or Gods and Monsters could come out freaking January twenty twenty one. But like we don't know yep. that because they didn't specify. My best guess and for this is that it maybe is due to new consoles coming out next holiday or something mm -hmm. like that yeah that's like that's the closest thing i can figure other than like because it seems weird for them to delay all of these games by that much because like all of their dev teams are separate from each other so it's not like 
like oh something crazy happened at this dev team that impacts all you know what i mean like it's all separate so yeah. uh it seems like it would be something kind of infrastructural rather than something just related to a specific yeah game or right, team right, right. or something like that so uh yeah i mean i think it it looks from that one trailer we've seen so far and the little bits and pieces we know about it it would be a game that's up my alley um but we will see uh what we'll, we'll see you know what i mean we'll see Yep. But we'll yep, also yep. see what you guys have to say about AJ's video, which does talk about Gods and Monsters. And the first comment is going to talk I about sure it, too. Did. So, yep. yeah. AJ, you talked about sure. the nine of the best games coming out in 2020. Any um, any overall yeah. thoughts from you? Something there deep? Was like, there was a couple comments, and some of them were more, like, indignant than others. But it's like, how do you know? You know? It's <laughs> like, these are, these are, like, literally based off of the games that we know so yeah. far. I'm not saying that, like, I played this game, <laughs> and funny. it's the best game I've ever played in my life. I just know these are the games that we know of, and these are the ones that I think yep. look the most promising. And there's games that I left out for whatever uh -huh. reason. Like, I didn't want to, like freaking i almost did it for dan but i didn't want to like dm you again I'm like yo uh, i need you to talk about hollow knight because i don't care about this game at all uh I, it just made more sense to like not put right, it in yeah. there um than to like do that you know Good old um, and the video was already gonna be long enough i'm trying to keep videos in the like 11 to 12 minute range you know what I mean? yeah otherwise um, we'll get like yes <laughs> move on from um, that right <laughs> um so yeah it's yeah. like I, some you know some games had to get the cut yep. you know because like obviously i'm going to talk about animal crossing are you crazy <laughs> like that's career suicide if i didn't talk yep. about animal crossing um it is funny though because so like, like you and i were talking we were messaging about this kind of thing before um but it's funny comparing this season of 2019 with this season of 2017 where at this time in 2017 like we really didn't know anything about 2018 that's when the like right. the biggest video that's been on our channel blew up um mm -hmm. and it was all because i mean i remember being in that time it was like what in the world is next year gonna look like that's crazy whereas now i think we have more of a just overall idea where like there's people on tons of different spectrums of the page um where either be like, like which which year is their favorite and why yeah and or like, like this next year like cool yeah it'll just be another year like just being okay to you know assume we'll get some games it'll be fine whereas at the time you know back in 2018 2017 was very much pushed by nintendo themselves and yeah. 2018 was like are is it gonna keep it up more like, like third parties what's gonna happen like whereas that. now no, we know and the it's thing that's funny is like a lot of that video specifically the 2018 uh -huh. video a lot of the stuff that i said happened <laughs> <laughs> so it's like like it all happened it just wasn't necessarily stuff that people liked as much right because like a lot of people that like switch or a nintendo platform specifically likes it for nintendo so they are saying like oh because first party wasn't there as much it wasn't as good yep. um but I don't really care about that. I was looking at, and I'm I'm the same way. I don't play that many third party games either. But like on a quantifiable level, we got more games and more games that matter yep. more, you know. And like Switch performed better, and you yep. know, um. So like that's why that's my reasoning behind that. And then 2019 was a similar thing. But in addition to that, we also got the 2017 mm -hmm. aspect of it, where we got a lot of big first party games. Yep. Um. So like yeah, like. That's that's my thinking on stuff like that. Yep. Even though like we, that's like multiple videos back, <laughs> different videos. But specifically for this video, I just knew like okay, these are the games that are coming out, and I looked at another list to be like okay, what, did I forget any when I talked about them before yep. um, that I think are cool? Uh, and I missed a couple. You missed but, like, a couple. Way to go, Brandon P says. Gods and man, 
Gods and monsters. Gods and monsters. Gods and monsters does look promising. You forgot the number one game to make your <laughs> to make your list and complete ten games. Hollow Knight Silk Song. It's going to be a masterpiece and sell quite well. I didn't want to do ten. I like doing weird numbers. Agreed. Because people are more likely to click on six uh, games uh-huh. that are cool than five games. Because like you know, it's just like a thing of like your brain is like that's too normal. I don't want to look at that one. <laughs> True you know yeah but um, brandon you know what you're totally right i i like your style um i i man i i want to know when hollow knight silk song is going to come out aj just tell me when that's going to come out i don't know because i never played the first one so like <laughs> i don't know, you know it's so good um yeah yeah but like I, smash brothers exists you know what i mean what <laughs> i see yeah but like smash brothers that's exists. you know that is true like smash brothers is accurate for you right um, exactly so like i can't like play that yep. when smash brothers exists and then like luigi's mansion is coming that out that is coming like, out come on, dude. i am excited like about I, that. I i can i was talking to i tweeted i think i tweeted it i said this somewhere you know all the internet stuff bleeds together <laughs> yeah um but i was talking about how i kind of want to play outer wilds outer, outer worlds, worlds yeah. Outer worlds that one because people are like it's pretty good and I have Game Pass, and I have an Xbox, and I could just like you know plug in my Xbox and play that. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, "But Luigi's Mansion's coming out," um, and also Smash Brothers is an ever living <laughs> presence in my life. Uh, so like you know, there's room for one more. There's room for one game to like balance that. I still need to finish Link's Awakening, yep. dude. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, <sighs> can't play other stuff. Yeah, I I've still got. Um, Divinity Original Sin 2 on the back of my mind because like but I know that that's going to be such a long game so like because when I got into it for the bit that I was playing it I was like some games I'm fine with not being completionisty on but then some other games like I just can't help it and that that was one of those and that is not a good game for that because it's going to take me a billion years so that's on the back of my mind of like I gotta get back to it because it's so good Griffnix says in before Metro Prime Trilogy and Bayonetta 3 one game I'm really excited about is Darksiders Genesis. I'm interested in Gods and Monsters, but if it's similar to Breath of the Wild, I'm a bit hesitant. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the game. Aside from not being a fan of... How dare of, you, how dare you, how dare you. <laughs> aside of not being a fan of the weapon de- degradation, I miss the more traditional Zelda elements like the dungeons and getting new weapons to reach more areas. Link's Awakening showed me that. Maybe taking out the Zelda name would help me like Gods and Monsters more. Um, I think that that's why you might like Gods and Monsters more because it is more of a traditional Zelda game from all the things that they're saying. Mm. Um, it has dungeons and it has all. I don't know about the weapon degradation, but that would be cool. <laughs> um, sorry Not to about it, but, but to you, <laughs> I, you know what? Yeah, I don't care. You know, sometimes, sometimes I don't care. <laughs> uh, but no, it'd be cool because, like, and uh, like um, Bob talked about it a little bit because they did a video yeah. about like the best Switch games, uh, of which they're they're wrong. Um, <laughs> I didn't see the finish list, but they're wrong. Uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, no, like, in part, Zelda is a survival game. Yeah. So to have this whole, Zelda Breath of the Wild specifically right, yeah. is a survival game. Um, so to have, like, this one weapon that is just really good and you never lose mm-hmm. it, it, it breaks that. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that they should maintain that at least with, I mean, hell, if they do it with every Zelda game, I'd be down. <laughs> um, but at least for Breath of the Wild and, like, the type of game that it is, I think it makes complete sense for them to, like, 
do that because it's a survival yep. game and it's a thing that keeps you on edge it's the reason why like the controls in like resident evil are crappy because like if you could control that character well it wouldn't be scary because yeah. it's just like oh zombie okay i'll kill it you know <laughs> yeah. like but it being a thing of like it being cumbersome to kill this thing is like that makes it scary yeah. i mean honestly it's in a different way but similar to uh oh i didn't talk about this in the I'll talk about it later, don't worry. Um, but in a similar way to like D&D, where it feels like I can kind of try to do anything I want. Like I can just be like, uh, I'm going to pick up. So I, I had a campaign recently where I have, um, what is it? Uh, some some kind of electricity touch cantrip. And I don't remember what it's called off the top of my head. But in any case, uh, shocking grasp. That's what it is. So I've got shocking grasp, which is like you can just touch something and then like, you know, electrocute it and stuff. And there was this lady person that just kept hiding in the water and we couldn't get to her because we were in a dark cave, blah, blah, blah. And we couldn't see it. So I was like, I'm just going to electrocute the water. <laughs> and my DM was like, that's dope. I love that you try to do that. Even if you'd rolled the best roll possible, wouldn't have done anything to her. But still, I love that you did that. And so, but like that kind of having to experiment with things, like that was what was so fun about Breath of the Wild too, was like pick right. a stick, just hit somebody with a stick, you know? Um, and so yeah. if you found the one thing to hit somebody with, you wouldn't have all of those moments to keep doing that with, which again, I understand people not liking that, but I think to some degree, because I didn't like it very briefly and then pretty quickly I was like, no, actually, this is pretty fun. Um, the whole time, and like, and I, I guess that that's a big reason why the like the weapon situation didn't bother me is because like I approached the game like that the entire yeah, time, right? Exactly. Whereas like for whatever reason, this enemy is impossible. But like, what if I drop that boulder that's on top of that hill over there <laughs> on his head? Yeah. Like, what if I did that? You know, yeah. like that sort of thing. I did that with everything. Yep. Um, it wasn't just a thing of like, oh, I'm just going to go over there and press X or whatever the button is to slash uh-huh. in this game, uh, which that's another thing that's funny. Like uh, thinking back, because I played Breath of the Wild uh, before it came out in that preview event or whatever. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, and like half of my demo playing that was me throwing the sword. <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot, that's not that button. Do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like throwing the weapon across the stage, I mean, across the level. Uh, I was that it was being the first game it? that I played on Switch too, which I mean, obviously, but there were so many yeah. things that I was just learning about. There were tons of times at the beginning of the game that I'd freak out because like suddenly a Hinox is just chasing me or whatever. And I'd accidentally, instead of running, I would start crouching because I wasn't used to <laughs> buttons, I guess, that, you know, joysticks that pressed in. So I could be like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to run away. And just like, do, 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 just start like <laughs> crawling away and then straight up died. Um, so that kind of thing, like, yeah, it was, uh, there was a lot of those kinds of moments. Like, again, yeah, throwing swords or like switching the, to the wrong equipment or whatever. It was, uh, yeah. There's a lot of that. <laughs> and a lot of that, I think, I don't know if that was intentional, but yeah, I think that that also adds to it. Yeah. Where it's like not being fully in control yeah. <laughs> makes you feel less in control, which you would be in a survival environment. Yeah. Well, most people right. would be. Um, so, like, yeah. We got I, some down, Walking Dead Daryls up in here, I'm sure, but, you know, for the most yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, but Griffin X, in before Metroid Prime Trilogy and Bayonetta 3, what do you think chances are of either of those games next year? I think both of them are pretty high. Okay. Um, depending on like how far along they are with Metroid Prime Four. That's exactly. Like, and my again, like what with their Metroid thinking Prime. is with that, right? Because again, like we uh, we talked about this before, where it's like 
Metro Prime trilogy could be one of two yeah. things. It could be a thing of like just trying to drum up hype with the name recognition and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's like this game's coming out, it's coming out soon. Here's Metro Prime trilogy. Get ready for it. Even though we know like most people are not going to be able to play all three of these games <laughs> uh, in between now and when that comes out in three months or whatever. Yeah. Or it could be a thing of like this. Here's Metro Prime trilogy. Metro Prime Four is coming out next year. Take this year to get through. Yep. The trilogy so you're caught up and you can just that's buy what i hope but yeah that's that yeah, is same. the question like i feel like they have they feel like they need to be at a place where they can announce the next thing about metro prime 4 and that's when right. they'll announce metro prime trilogy so mm-hmm. that all kind of hinges on in my eyes how comfortable they feel announcing anything metroid prime 4 you know which maybe yeah. they feel comfortable announcing stuff still pretty far ahead of time um but yeah, I don't know how far ahead of time. <laughs> Not as far ahead of time yeah. as they did before. And then Bayonetta 3, I think, I and I mentioned this in one of those two videos, uh-huh. uh, that I think Bayonetta 3 is really a thing that, like, they just aren't talking about because they want to give Astro Chain room yep. to breathe. I 100% um, agree. I think it's, so like, I'm pretty I would, sure that's next year. Yeah, Probably. I wouldn't be surprised that game is just straight up done. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, all right, it's coming out in the next month. Yeah. I mean, because every time they've talked about it, which I'm sure they say this about most games, but every time they talk about it, they're like, yeah, we're making great progress, blah, blah, blah. So like, yeah. all right, cool. But yeah, right. that stuff. Uh, moving right along, GPimpio1 says, Gods and Monsters <laughs> looks awesome and is the reason I think Ubisoft had a better E3 than Bethesda, despite my hype for Doom Eternal. Watchdog's grandma was the tiebreaker. <laughs> Speaking of Doom Eternal, it looks amazing. If you enjoy the gameplay, philosophies, and level of quality from Nintendo, meaning gameplay is the number one priority and music is good, you own it. You owe it to yourself to check out Doom. As AJ mentioned earlier, or as AJ mentioned, Doom Eternal looks to improve upon the Doom. If Doom is Smash 64, then Doom Eternal is Melee. Interesting. That's a good comparison. That's, that's actually a yeah, very I good mean, comparison. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. Because, like, Melee invented smash yeah. essentially right like smash 64 is like a very basic foundation and then there's a lot of stuff that like melee like fleshed out because like before you couldn't charge like smash attacks in the same mm-hmm. way and there weren't like um like smash like specials yeah they didn't have like the side special and like that it's the thing so it's like yeah that's a good that's a very good comparison there you go and then continues to say, I think Xenoblade Remake is going to sell better than Xenoblade 2 as the install size will be far Same. larger when it launches. It'll allow people to play in chronological order and people have heard of Shulk from Smash. Also, I forgot yep. Ninjala existed, but it does look fun. It does. It looks so cool, man. Uh, this, I think, yeah, this was in the uh, DM thread that we're in collectively. <laughs> but Max was like, I'm, I'm excited to see how you uh, talk about that. And it's like, it's not a game that like I'm like yeah this is definitely going to be the best right, yeah. game but it just looks promising it looks like a game that's going to be it's going to do what it it's set out to do it's not trying to be game of the year right. but like it's trying to at least be like on the level of like Splatoon which I think it's looking pretty good yeah. in that regard because Splatoon was a, a game that when they announced that people were like oh I don't know about this game uh-huh. I'm like no 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 this game's gonna be dope <laughs> when was the last like, time we saw all- Ninjala by the way uh last E3, I think. Cool. I think they, I think they showed it a little bit, either before E3 or during E3, because that's how we found out that it got delayed. Gotcha. Um, yeah. But people played it. It was playable at um, E3 2018. Well, there you go. Um, and they're like, "Yeah, this game's cool. Cool <laughs> games." 
yeah, yeah. And then yeah, people yeah, that yeah. weren't playing it uh, again, like had the Splatoon reaction. Where it's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, you, you don't know if it's gonna be good. And I'm just sitting there, like, no, you guys are all dumb. It's gonna be the best game, <laughs> best game of all time. Uh, speaking yep. of Max, he says, "Did you beard more beard than you usually beard this week?" Also, who's <laughs> to say? Are you nervous about Parker's face rug? You need your little cartoon dude redoing. Another good video. The only omission I can think of. Okay, wait. So, like, I want to address this stuff. Uh, no, hair growth, dude. Um, I'm and people really are lazy about... like me. <laughs> yes, true. Um, and also, Parker, you know, like, Parker, you're, like, in the age where, like, the you get the parts that I'm missing, uh, you know? Honestly, somebody actually commented about it in some video. They were like, why is part of your beard missing? <laughs> or, like, why is... What, about you? About me. About my, no, about me, oh, yeah. Wow. It was, I think it was yeah. on the, uh, the Joy-Con video. Um, mm -hmm. which, so that was, I guess my beard was also more trimmed then, but there are like a couple bits there that like now that it's longer, you can't really tell, but it's like, it's a little bit still kind of missing. Yeah. Cause like if I, if I grow it, I can like push it down and stuff yeah, like it that. Covers and it like, up, but yeah, it's, uh, but like, like, well, thanks, that's the, like, I mean, some, some people got jeans where it's like, you just got a full beard from oh, like, yeah. I, I knew people like it. It's like, I'm 16 and I got a full Absolutely, beard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have those uh, jeans. And also the thing that's weird about like my facial or my beard specifically mm -hmm. is I have like different colored hairs mm. where it's like, I have like some freaking like red going on. I don't know why and, like, red some of is a thing in beards, in. but like I have zero red up here, but a whole bunch of red in my beard and like, it's so no idea strange. What that's about so weird um but yeah man like i'll get there i'm getting there <laughs> i actually um, meant to before as, this video this week i was like oh man i should have trimmed a little bit but i didn't yeah so. and i like I, I usually like like there's just too much stuff i usually like shave the side like t like how my freaking cartoon guys yeah. but like you know stuff happens and i <laughs> got time for all that um uh, so like eventually you know yeah. i'm not going to change it i like how the the cartoon avatar dude looks we're good on yeah. that yeah once I get like the full situation with the beard, mm -hmm. maybe I'll change it. There you go. But like this is temporary. Usually I have to change it, cut it, all that stuff. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, he goes on to say another good video. The only omissions I can think of are some of the indie stuff like Hollow Knight Silk <laughs> Dong. <laughs> I'm probably typo, but hilarious typo at that. Um, Eastward and Crosscode. Oh, Crosscode. Yo, I forgot about Crosscode. I, was, I thought game. about that just the other day. I was like, whatever happened to Crosscode? I mean, nothing happened to it. We just haven't heard the latest because just forgot just it happened. existed. Uh, also, Darksiders Genesis was announced as a 2020 game today, but you weren't to know. Godspeed with the channel growth, my friends. Thanks. Thanks uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have included any of those <laughs> games um, because, like, they look cool and everything. But like, I'm not like chomping at the bit to play them. Um, so, like, eh, I don't know. You know Hollow Knight's like dong. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But again, I would have had to get you in another video. That's right. You know. Yeah. A whole uh, other one. What a mistake for you to have to make. <laughs> um, but yeah, cool stuff. Any uh, any big thoughts on your video? Any closing words? No man. Uh, see you next year with the 2021 uh, games. Mm -hmm. uh, how many am I going to do? Seven 2021 games. I love it. Uh, seven of the best 167 2020 games. 2020 games. There's no way that I'm <laughs> doing that. I only say that because that's the number of games that, as of the time I made the video, is coming out in October, which is what. Oh uh, shoot! That's you said that in the video. You said it for real though. That is so many games. Like. It is. It again, is. talking about Asher uh, this weekend again because he loves talking about Mario and stuff. And he was like, 
how many games are there on the Nintendo Switch? And I was like, how many do you think there are? And he did was he like, say that? Did he say on the Nintendo he Switch? Did. Or I mean. Or, he might have just said on the Switch, but I think typically okay. he's at the age where he'd probably say like on the Nintendo, you know, like, like the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Kids, you know, kids. Because um, like I almost never do that. Oh, yeah, I think the, the bulk of the time when I call it the Nintendo Switch, it's in a script. Yes, uh, exactly me as well. <laughs> but like, and it's it's funny because like um, I, I was listening to some Nintendo podcast. It was probably NBC. Uh-huh. Um, and Peter Schneider was talking about how like they like you gotta say like the Nintendo Switch system <laughs> if you're on the Nintendo Power uh, Power uh, podcast yeah. or something. Listening to the Nintendo um, Power Pod. Sorry, go on. <laughs> yeah, um, which is interesting because like there's hmm. I mean I don't know how they decide that and stuff like that, but there's an opportunity available to brand ambassadors to be on that. True. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm down, man. I podcast. I'm I'm known to podcast one, every once in a while, you know. Um, but like that'll be an interesting thing to get used to is like the Nintendo Switch system. So funny. Yeah, I um, it's so I was gonna say before. I think it's funny listening to the Nintendo Power podcast because you can obviously it's a Nintendo sponsored thing. So like, mm-hmm. it I I mean they would be saying all the positive things that they do say, but also some of it feels like almost like patronizingly positive because it's like because it's their yeah, and thing it's, you know it's like and they and see the thing is like they don't really say anything negative about it right yeah it's not it's not just no, their yeah, thing exactly. that they're positive about but they're also like yeah man capcom's a great company and like <laughs> they have such history and all this other stuff uh-huh um it's just funny even like microsoft like yeah man xbox is great you know and like <laughs> i don't really expect them to do otherwise because it's like it's yeah, a bunch of be, they're not people. gonna be like, like that's their thing xbox is trash fam <laughs> it's garbage they're not gonna yeah. do that like see if this was a sega podcast in 1996 then probably <laughs> Um, but like not now, but yeah, in any case, so all I'd say, uh, Asher asked about what, how many games there are on the switch. And I was like, how many do you think there are? And he's like, I don't know, like a hundred or like 200. (laughs) And I was like, there's like 2,745 games, (laughs) which is a number somewhere as of some point. Yeah. That's insane. Cause like I have more than a hundred games on switch. Yeah, exactly. I don't, but that's. I, I mean, I'm at least I mean, like, get there. Yeah. you'll get there. I've got you'll like easily 50 or so, I think. Um, you know, he's got a lot. Striker XL has many, many, many games. Um, he said he's got a friend that works, does something, I think, that like, you know, sells games order so he can sell it to him for like wholesale and he likes collecting physical stuff. And I was like, oh, sure. oh dude, that's, that's one way to do it. That's that's so there dope. you go. Uh, but yeah, moving into my comments, speaking of october and whatnot uh video topic yep, the spooky month the spooky month um was just talking about how me- 2d metroid would be a great 2020 halloween game <laughs> and whatnot boo <laughs> so scary so jordan DeBest uh says the following i like the idea it sounds great however october is probably around the release of the two new consoles next year and i think nintendo's going to need a bigger game to compete with that at least in my opinion not saying how dare you <laughs> not think metroid is enough to fend off the playstation 5 and the xbox 2 or whatever stupid xbox thing people want to call it sprite. it's not going to be called the it's xbox, called the xbox sprite are, they're just going it's annoying when people like it's annoying when people say that <laughs> because like they're intentionally missing the point of like why they called it that uh-huh. i mean it's a stupid name either way but like 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, moving, moving on. on. <laughs> Continuous to say. Not saying it can't, but I can see that being an August or September game rather than October. I, I still stand that Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be the big holiday game for October, just like Mario was in 2017. I would be shocked if Breath of the Wild 2 comes out next year. I'd be down, yeah. but I would be shocked. I, I could see it. I've like see i can see them announce it for next year i could see them saying and then just yeah, delay it. the wild 2 it's coming exactly every zelda game is good for at least one yeah, delay all yeah. of them every single one except for maybe hyrule warriors and even that i think got delayed i think <laughs> but i like, feel like at this point nintendo is and I, I could be wrong but because they're in a pretty good spot um most of the time it feels like they're less worried about waiting to announce a game until they're sure i mean obviously we've still gotten a bunch of delays on the switch like I mean, Yoshi got delayed like a bunch. Fire Emblem got, got delayed, delayed a like bunch. A year. Uh, Animal yeah. Crossing got delayed a little bit. Um, and Pokemon kind of got delayed a little bit. Kind of sort of. Interesting. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because they said like yeah. a new RPG Pokemon game coming out to Nintendo Switch, and then they did the whole thing of right. like, yeah, like that's not going to happen. It's going to be that's let's coming go out next year. First. But like, yeah. this is uh, yeah, yeah, right. So like, they kind of delayed it, but kind of didn't delay it. It's like semantics. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like for the most part, they're the their marquee titles they're still trying they're more solid than they used yeah. to be for sure so, but, but like that still doesn't change yeah. that zelda almost not even almost it always all the big zelda games even majora's uh, mask got delayed all the zelda games get delayed it's going to get delayed at least once i don't know <laughs> by how much but it's going to get delayed yeah so like they could say like it's coming out November 2020 and then they're like you know what sorry uh-huh. it's coming out in march march 2021 you know we should, yeah, thanks. Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah. Thinking. Yep, there you go. So I, all that to say, I, I could see it coming out this next year, but uh, we'll see. We'll find out. So just like Mario was yeah. in 2017. Or they'll just rely on Pokemon in November 2020. Who knows? November is usually sectioned yep. off for Pokemon. The only year Pokemon skipped in a decade was 2015, or maybe not. Any game that comes out... Any game that come SC oh that that typo any game that comes out it's the same month as the next consoles will probably be overshadowed in the media so maybe it's not it's best not to release anything major within the months of those console releases then again I'm just guessing October yeah I well I don't know I think Nintendo is like the company that's the least scared to like mm-hmm. double up. Yeah and triple up and quadruple up with <laughs> releases and say we're releasing six of our biggest games today yeah, right <laughs> you know like so like i could see them say here's 2d metroid for the people that like that and here's zelda and here's mario and here's pokemon all coming out within three weeks <laughs> of each other you know like, yeah i mean and i'll also I say it's probably not coming out in october the yeah nintendo also does have probably the best shot at this point of like being able to fend off new consoles releases from other people and still doing well with their own game that said they could right. also yeah theoretically just wait and not do anything but the question is would they take the approach think, of competing with it directly like we're going to release a huge game right at the same time as they release their consoles just to like also have something out in the market or do they take yeah. a step aside for a minute to let it die down see the thing i think is they don't need a huge game yeah. to compete with them uh because at least historically, PlayStation and Xbox aren't great at launching day and date with a big right. game. Especially PlayStation, if we're looking at PlayStation 4, because PlayStation didn't get like a big game until not counting third parties. Yeah. 
um, until like 2014 mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or 2015. When did Bloodborne come out? 2014, 2015? One of those. I think it was 2015. Sure. Um, but yeah, like they took forever to come out with a game that's like, this is why you own this thing. Um, and I guess Xbox arguably was a bit sooner because they had Titanfall when that was exclusive uh-huh. to Xbox. Um, but yeah, like they usually don't come out swinging like Nintendo does, where it's like Mario 64, day one, you know, like they don't yep. do that. So, yeah, I think I think a B tier Nintendo franchise uh, is enough for them to like say like, hey, here, here it is. B tier. Yep. It's going to offend you off at least for this <laughs> month or two. I think uh, I mean, if they have a Wii U port left for that point, like. Super, like 3D, yes, 3D World would be a perfect game to come alongside those because it's like it's kind of low pressure. It'll have super long shelf life, and mm-hmm. you know, and it's like just really different from you know, it's a Mario game, which especially in the holiday right. season, like that's perfect, you know. Um, and it'll be coming out. I'm sure at that point there'll be you know, if it's in the holiday season, the Switch will have some sales on it as well right after that. So like with for Black Friday and that kind of stuff. So like all in all. I think I think they'll be good for next year. But that said, yeah, whether or not they'd have an October spooky game, I don't really know. Uh, we're just talking about it if it would be fun. <laughs> so, yep. um, but yes, good comments and good thoughts. Uh, Heavy Hitters, who I think is a new face on here that I recognize at least. Um, Relatively. Nice. I mean, he's he's been here for a little bit. What yeah, he, he's, he's from the Wolf Den. I know this. Yep. Uh, not <laughs> even because of the comments. Starting out pretty strong with the uh, do all the wolves stay in the same den? Y'all sound like Bob and Will, except for AJ, which <laughs> means just me. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was funny because like, wait, that's that would just be me then. But uh, <laughs> I also think... I'm curious in what way I do. I mean, I'm not disagreeing or anything. That's take no offense to that, but I'm just curious in yeah, what way. I don't way, know if you do. I don't feel like I, I do. Know. But mm. I guess it's because like I talk to you guys all pretty frequently, <laughs> so it's like it's not a thing of like was it, it, it all? You know, like I don't, <laughs> yeah. like I don't even get like yeah no I don't know I don't hear that because yeah. um, even like Bob and Will are like dis- like completely distinct from each yeah. other like if I heard Will like just say something and I didn't see him and then I heard Bob I would know who said yeah. what um, and I would definitely know if you said something over if they like if you guys all said something at once <laughs> or if a certain selection of the two of you said something at once and I didn't know who said what you yeah. know I would be like oh that was Bob and Parker yeah. you know I got pretty good at that I mean, I, as I'm sure most people do, listening to podcasts, actually, where, like, yeah. three people's voices, like, three white guys' voices all talking to each other. I'm like, uh, who's what now? And then after, like, three <laughs> episodes, I'm like, oh, yeah, that one's Matt. That's for sure, you know. But in any case, uh, but that was funny. But Heavy Hitters actually did have an actual thing, too, on topic that said, what if Metroid gets a game set in a different dimension where spirits dwell? That'd be I cool. like that a lot. Just going to say. Uh, that'd be dope yep. um i like I it, I mean, would it even Sorry, have to be in another dimension it could just be a different planet yeah i guess planet or even like i don't know just like just being aware of something you know like extra equipment or whatever that allows her to yeah, see like things a, that another has always thing. been there yeah, yeah. yeah um i i commented on this too because like i really like that it seems like in breath of the wild 2 that link is gonna have like magic powers or something like that because it's like his hand gets all glowy and there's like magic-y stuff like maybe that's just a a one story bit and it's not actual things but i just i like the inclusion of magic into stuff like especially 
if it's like light magic into stuff where it's not like all of a sudden wizards, but it's more like, oh, there's something something weird and special and different about this kind of thing. I don't know. It's just fun. So yeah, that would be cool. I like it a lot. Good points. And the last comment is from Marsadi, I think I'm pronouncing that right, which said Metroid Dread would be epic. Which, I mean, theoretically yep. is what we're going to get. Hopefully from, yeah, because that was, it was teased at the end of, I'm pretty sure it was Metroid Fusion, um, where they were like, Metroid will be back with Metroid Dread. Um, so, yep, there you go. Uh, that's that. I don't know if it'll be called Metroid Dread or not, but I like the implications of it in any case, where like, if it means, you know, what that should mean or whatever, which is like more kind of, I don't know, like a darker t- twist on it, that would be fun. Yup. That'd be cool. I'm down. Give me more games, you know? Yeah. And that is all the comments we pulled from our videos. But now for the last bit, you know, if you can comment on our videos, we'll answer some of them. But then also uh, we question Q&A, all that good stuff. You know about this. Or you don't, and you're yep. finding out the, the easy way. Um, also, a quick note, because I mentioned that I was going to somewhere else, where I was going to shout out uh, at Ruby underscore Malia um, and Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Who does uh, Nintendo uh, wallpapers and stuff. So, and we use one of hers in our thumbnail. So, I wanted to give her a quick shout out. And, uh, yeah, so that was fun. Um, But also, fun story that that reminded me of when it happened. um, Because, so, (laughs) back in college, I was in a band. And uh, this is just a random thing. This doesn't have anything to do with anything other than it just reminded me of it. So back in college, I was in a band called Ocean Architecture. It was a progressive metal band. And we had an album called Animus. And um, some of the guys in the bands, when we were making it, reached out to a friend of theirs or whatever who like apparently did some graphic design and was like, hey, Warren, can you do an album cover for us for this? And dude was like, sure, yeah. And then like got back this piece of art and it, you know, like said, Ocean Architecture Animus on it. And the art thing was like dope. Like it looked real good. And we're like, I don't know how you did this, but like that's legit. And at some point we were like, hey, can you get us like a bigger file of this? And he was like, yeah, sure. And then he got us a bigger file of it. And we we're like, okay, cool. And then we made like, you know, a big uh, banner out of it and stuff like that that we had at shows. And then like two years later, so this is like 2012, 2014, senior year of college, we got an email from this graphic design company that reached out and was like, hey, you guys, uh, your album cover is just a piece of artwork straight from our website. Like it's it's the background of, the their website has like f- four different kind of sections to it. And each of them are like a similar piece of artwork, but like in a different base color. Like this one was a very blue one and it was like uh, kind of Atlantis sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, that's ours. Um, so like, either stop using it completely or uh yeah i mean just pay us five thousand dollars for it and we were like we're just we're college students like we can't do that so we had to go to our law professors and stuff and then we found out like long story short straight up this dude had just like we were like wow you did really good art and he just straight up ripped it from their website and Mm -hmm. they like we're gonna sue us and everything and we were like well we're graduating so we're just done and that was it (laughs) that was the end of that story but like for two weeks straight we were all freaking out because we were like we're gonna get really sued and have to something because like because uh so with this whole situation um i just google image search the thing 
um and parker dms me he's like hey uh like what are we going to do about this and i'm like i don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> so i i actually saw it through email because i'm not always logged into the fanatics for uh thing and i don't get like i get notifications where it's like there'll be a a, a like a little circle icon of like, you have notifications on the Fanatics 4 yeah. account. Um, and I'll check that when I go to tweet something through that account, yeah. um, which like, I need to send you the information oh, yeah, for that so. account. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so I saw it actually through an email on um, my, you know, like the Fanatics uh -huh. 4 email. Um, and you're like, yeah, like, uh, could you like credit me or like change the image or whatever? Like this is a thing that I made. And I was like, yeah, like, I mean, I didn't even, like, it wasn't a thing that I did intentionally. I didn't, like, find somebody else's image and say, I'm using this. Mm -hmm. I just Google searched uh, switch wallpaper or whatever, and I, like, did whatever I did to change it. Because it's, like, that, that's, like, such a small portion of what makes the image the uh -huh. image um that it was just like whatever dude like i just need something to put on the screen <laughs> um and then they were like yeah can you like credit? i was like yeah i have no problem at all crediting you i'll credit whoever um i just need to know that there needs to be somebody to be right, credited yeah exactly um so yeah we did that and then i was like yeah no it's not that big of a deal but yeah that was thing. all things yeah that was why i was like oh man crap that's not gonna be good because i had that situation where i don't want to pay them <laughs> like, five thousand yeah, dollars straight up, it was it was real bad we like yeah we straight up talked to i had i'd just taken a contracts and legal issues class and like went to one of my law professors and was like what should we do and he like gave us some options and we're like we'll just sell the rest of the ones we got and then stop being a band because we're moving away anyway so there's that story a little bit a uh, little behind the curtains or something for you guys oh, okay q a there it all is. that stuff there's all that for you uh from the last week's comments we got a couple of these from the podcast if you leave comments on there we'll some we'll grab some of those sometimes uh gpmpo one has this very long one it says congrats on the channel doing better y'all deserve it thank you man thanks that means a lot uh, regarding censorship, I agree. Nintendo censoring Nintendo is trivial compared to Sony censoring Capcom like they did with DMC5. Nintendo didn't yeah. censor Mortal Kombat 11 or Doom. Cut them some slack. I think the Switch Pro will happen in 2020 or 2021. Mortal Kombat 11 was the first game since Resident Evil 4 to be the best-selling game for a month on a Nintendo platform from a third-party developer. Nintendo gets 30% of that and happy fans, so they have an incentive to keep third-party studios happy as well. As we speak, third-party developers are making games for the current and next-gen consoles. However, by 2021, without highly scalable engines, such as Capcom's new engine, most games will be developed with next-gen consoles in mind. A Switch Pro could more easily allow third parties to put their AAA games on a Nintendo system before the swap comes out. Um, I don't know. I like, I like how, like, <laughs> I <love> it. <laughs> like, swap is just broadly adopted. Um, but, like, I don't know... That breakdown, as far as the 30%, I'm pretty sure they don't get 30% across the board. I think they get 30% for eShop sales. Mm. Um, that cut is smaller for physical copies and stuff like that. And I think physical copies still are the bulk of it. But yeah, like either way, like they get a yeah. portion of the thing and they, they want to make that money and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, 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 I can see that. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> Although I'd imagine continued support is dependent on the Switch Pro selling well, Ultrasone and Ultra Moon should have been. Oh, although that's that was the end of that thought. Although I'd imagine continued support yeah. is depending on the Switch Pro selling well, Ultrasone and Ultra Moon should have been DLC. Also, Pokemon should stop releasing two versions now that the games are sixty dollars. I disagree with that. 
um, because the intent of having two versions isn't that you buy both right. versions. It's that you buy a version and your friend buys yep. a version. Um, like I, I know that like what a lot of people look at is like, but these sell them in double packs and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, because parents have multiple children. <laughs> so for them to be able to get like some type of thing for buying both of the games or getting both of the games for cheaper than buying them separately, then that's yeah. a good thing. Uh, the fact that there's some overzealous fans like myself, yeah. <laughs> uh, that will buy, that would buy both. Um, that's just, you know, like, that's just a casualty of war, you know, (laughs) like, but it's not something that they're like forcing us to do. We don't have to buy both versions. Yep. Um, I just think that the, having two versions is a solid, it's a big reason why Pokemon exists in the way that it does is because of the training thing and like all that stuff. Um, so yeah, no, I disagree with that. I agree, but yeah, yes. I do agree with the DLC thing. I do agree with like the yeah, third right. version of the game or at whatever. this point, that especially. Should be DLC. And like it, at this yeah. point too, another thought I had earlier is it could be more organic, slowly over time, like Pokemon Go, sort of, where like, um, yeah. you know, especially the addition of roster, like they. It sounds like they said they're not going to do this for Pokemon Sword and Shield, but I'd be totally down for them just every couple of weeks just being like oh some new pokemon are arriving or a couple of months and like right. it's a bigger batch or something like that i mean even like if they did it like i i want and i've talked about this in the past in videos i don't know which ones because <laughs> like you know they all bleed yeah. together now um which i don't know i don't i don't really repeat myself that much unless i'm straight up like go to this video i said this <laughs> yeah um but yeah like something i've talked about is that they should do like a uh xenoblade chronicles torna situation right. Um, where like it's a separate thing mm-hmm. that you could just buy Ultra Sun or like the equivalent of that, right? Um, and like it's like whatever prorated price, or like and just get that additional content, yep. um, or you buy the full package for whether it be at that point sixty dollars, and then they drop like uh, Sword and Shield mm-hmm. to fifty dollars or whatever. Um, they could do it like yep. that. I don't know if they'll do that, <laughs> but they could, and it would be cool. They could indeed. Uh, I agree that Smash should continue to be the celebration of video games that it currently is, but I don't want another dramatic drop in the quality of the gameplay. Brawl, for example. Smash Ultimate is... How dare you, how dare you, how <laughs> Smash dare you. Ultimate is an incredible game, and I don't want it to go to vanish. I'd be fine with the roster expanding, but I'd want some redesigned move sets for some of the old... Uh, older characters as well. A 3D arena fighter as a spin-off series would be cool. If anyone can make it work, Sakurai would be the person for the job. Um, I think that Brawl, the way that Brawl panned out wasn't because they made a new game and they couldn't make it better mm-hmm. um, or that they couldn't maintain the competitive aspect of it. It's because they were actively fighting against yeah. it. <laughs> Um, and now they've accepted that Smash Brothers is seen too many, if not most, as a competitive game. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think that like doing another entry and then changing mechanics will cause that to happen. Um, I, I, I don't know if Sakurai would be the person for a 3D arena. I mean, maybe, possibly, because he did do Air Ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for the most part, Sakurai kind of just makes the games that he knows how to make already, you yeah. know? Like, Smash Brothers is Kirby, but with additional things <laughs> tacked on. Um, and, like, Kid Icarus Uprising is Smash Brothers, but with additional <laughs> things tacked on, you know? Yep. Um, which isn't a bad thing. Like, he has a style. Make that style. Um, so, you know, 
Could go either way. Um, I think that it, 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 they would have to drastically change how it plays, though, for it to be a 3D game. Because, like, yeah. just certain things wouldn't work. Sure. You know, like, forward smash. You can't do a forward smash <laughs> in 3D, you know? Like, it, it, they would have to change uh-huh. that, how that works. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, so that's it from that comment. This one, uh, Lizdrin says, on the topic of Game Freak not announcing starter evolutions, I know I can find out the day that the game comes out. It's just something I look forward to before the game comes out to build hype. The last announcement was fine, but I'm so over Gen 1 being a staple in every game at this point that I just didn't care about the new Gigantamax Pokemon. How dare you? Um, but no. Uh, yeah. I think, I yeah, I totally get that. And I, I think I responded to you, Lizren, as well on there. But, like, the big picture is, I th- for me, and uh, this kind of goes into a question that will come up a little bit later, too. Like, I'm pretty excited for Pokemon Sword and Shield, but it could very well be that, like, Things, things that I don't know about now could mean because there's not much to know about and that would be disappointing yeah. or True. it means that there's that much more that I will know about later. So like, you I, know. I mean, well, at this point, if they if we find out literally nothing other than additional Pokemon, because we know that there's right. additional Pokemon, um, I wouldn't be disappointed because I just, the wild area, like I said, the wild area literally sold me yep. on this game. I don't yep. care. Anything else can happen, the, the whatever, uh-huh. dude. The wild area is there. That's dope. That's enough for me to like this game. I want to play this game. Because, but like, if like, we found out that the only other Pokemon, change. for example, I mean, this is not going to happen. If the only other Pokemon were the starter evolutions and that was it, then like, that, yeah, you know, that would be true. disappointing. But like, right. that's not the case. I, I, I'm, I guess I'm just saying because we know that yeah, that's not the case. Exactly. Like, we know that there's, we know that there's enough new Pokemon to make the entirety of the Poke, Pokedex a thousand yep. Pokemon at least. Mm-hmm. So we know that there's a lot of new Pokemon. Whether they be forms or whatever, yep. there's still a lot of new True. Pokemon. So yeah, all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I I totally get that in any case as well. Like just more content does make you more hyped about it. Um, right. And it's I mean being hyped about something is I don't know fun and worthwhile. So like that's you know something where like sometimes you're more hyped about a game ahead of time and it's more fun to look forward to something than it is to actually play it which like i don't know what that means yeah psychologically culturally any of that kind of stuff if that's bad or not but whatever it's just the way it is and like sometimes that's know. just i a think thing. that depends on the person yes. um because like i mean most of this channel is me being like hey you know it'd be cool <laughs> yeah. this you know but that doesn't make me any less excited when something doesn't become that right, you know yeah. Um, and that's that's a comment that a lot of people that don't end up being subscribers are like, you know, like they're just like turned off by like the idea of doing mm-hmm. that. They're like, you're just getting your hopes up and stuff. Like, it's like, no, <laughs> like I'm not, though, because like me saying this would be cool doesn't change. It doesn't change anything, yeah. you know. So why would I go in assuming that it will, mm-hmm. you know, like me getting my hopes up uh, like purports that. I expect me throwing my thoughts out into the ether to change something, right. you know, for them to hear that and be like, we're going to do that. You know, like, I don't, I don't expect that. Um, I know Nintendo on some level, somebody at Nintendo sees these videos, um, but I don't make them like this because of yeah. that. You know, I'm not like, I hope Nintendo watches my video and they change it. Blah yeah. blah. It's more so a fun yes. thing to be like, remember I said, remember, remember <laughs> I said that they're going to do, you know, like uh-huh. more than anything, but yep. And on that same note, yeah, that same topic, too, uh, as what Lizard was saying. Alex said, I don't know why people care about the Sword and Shield frame rate. It's a stylized RPG. (laughs) Also, I don't need any more info for them, but I want to know everything. Which, 
Yes. I, well, no. Yes and no. <laughs> I want to know everything eventually, yes. but I want to learn it by yeah. playing. I'm I'm really like I might have trailer. told this story on here before. I apologize if I ever do that. But I um I remember one Christmas where I found a present and I was like, oh yeah, I found a present ahead of time. And then when I got it, I was real disappointed because I'm like, wait, I already knew what that was. Like, I don't really care about that. <laughs> um, it was like a Connects car or something like that, which Connects was fun. But then yeah. from there, I learned like, oh, surprises are just, if it's supposed to be a surprise, a surprise is way more fun. Like, if I can have the thing now, yeah. sure. Like, I'd like to know about it now. See, but, and that, aspect i'm very different <laughs> or at least i was as a kid um because like that was like a whole thing with like my dad and like my like trying to stuff hide like stuff like as they, much as possible because you'd go find no, it not even oh. that uh just the thing of like asking for stuff and saying i want this this okay, and this yeah. um and then my stepmom would more so want to keep it uh like ambiguous whether i'm going to get whatever you yeah. know like they'll prioritize and say like this is the thing he wants most so we're definitely getting that but some of the other stuff we're not going to get and we're going to swap it out with other stuff that we think we, uh -huh. he would like or whatever right and I, me as a kid i'm like no no no, no. <laughs> i want to just straight up give you a list and you get exactly that <laughs> so then it got to a certain point where my dad was like like once i was like um uh if you got any kids uh, run away you know spoilers dude um but th that was a warning to the people listening to the podcast you, run away you know uh, very far about. very far away uh so uh, or when, if you're a somewhat naive adult <laughs> When I was like, yeah, also you. Uh, when I was like, yeah, okay, like Santa's not a thing. I just would go to my dad and be like, I want, like he would literally sit me down at the computer on Amazon or whatever and just say, hey, fill up this wish list uh, with the stuff that yeah. you want and then I'll order it and then that's your Christmas. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, all right, cool. So funny. Uh, I much prefer that to not knowing, mm -hmm. you know? Because there were moments where, I mean, for the most part, I got most Because, like, you know, like, I'm very vocal about when I like a thing. Yeah, right. Uh, in case people didn't know. <laughs> um, so, like, they would know what I yeah. want. And there were there were moments of, like, uh, where I'm... The, I've always been, like, super tunnel vision and, like, like, relatively, like, reserved with the things that I want. But the things that I want is the thing that uh -huh. I want. Um, so like there was one Christmas when Dragon Ball Z Budokai came out right and literally all I wanted was that game and a PlayStation 2 that's all I wanted I just wanted that and then uh, I got the PlayStation 2 and then my uh, my grandparents uh, came over and they brought the stuff that they got and they like hid Dragon Ball Z like Budokai uh, <laughs> or whatever um, and they like put it under clothes or something like that and I was like disappointed I was like man this bums me out I'm like sad because like that's all I uh -huh. wanted it's the thing that I didn't get um and then they got it and they're like uh they wanted to be like oh you're so ungrateful and blah blah, blah and stuff. i was like but yeah like he wanted one thing <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's hard to be like yeah. it's hard to like uh to disappoint that because yeah. it's not like i was asking for the world i wasn't like spending thousands of dollars on me i went this 50 dollar game mm -hmm. and a playstation 2 that's and it it's hard too because like to some degree if you do get bummed out by something there's there's an innate part maybe this isn't the case for everybody but sometimes like if i'm just kind of bummed out by something even if that whatever the thing this makes me sound so ungrateful like that's definitely not the case yeah. but in that kind of situation i could see myself being in your shoes where like oh i really thought they knew me and understood me enough to know that i wanted this yeah. thing so it's not even about the thing as much as it is to some degree like the interpersonal like them caring about you and knowing about yeah. that and then if you do get it it's like oh okay awesome great but somehow it's like could be a little bit tainted by the feeling of like distance from before or something we're getting very philosophical right. or something but uh 
yeah, like something about that. I, I totally get that in any case. I have a hard time with gifts, especially these days, because I want it to be a surprise, but I also like, you know, I don't want to, someone to not know and spend a bunch of money on me on something that like, I know that I just like, yeah. won't really care about right. or something like that, but like, I'll never let them know that I didn't appreciate it or something because I do appreciate yeah. you know it's so complicated as an adult or like sometimes as a kid it's just super straightforward like I want this for sure at this point it's just like don't yeah. even do it you <laughs> right. know like because like especially now mm -hmm. uh, like even apart from like being an adult and stuff like that and being able to buy the things that you want I'm a step removed from that mm -hmm. where it's like either I have to buy it <laughs> for my job or I get it anyway because of my job so like <laughs> what do yeah. you do <laughs> like the things that i like so it's like yeah who knows yeah speaking of none of that pat green last, right, exactly. last comment on last week's video pat green said every directly to you should now include a guitar corner with parker where he nerds out and, de and deconstructs a track from a recent video game thanks bye <laughs> so there you go there's that. uh spoilers there's going to be a video <laughs> at some point in time maybe multiple maybe it's just going to be a straight up series maybe. who knows man dude. that's going to be so much more work but It'll be very rewarding. Will it be though? Will it be? Depends. Who depends. Knows, it might be. It might not be. Like if it's yeah, if I do something depends. along those lines and it has to, and it ends up being like, uh, do you know Eight Bit Music Theory? That channel. Yeah. yeah. If it yeah, ends up being no. something like yes, that, no. that's yes, like no. so <laughs> intense. And he's so good at that stuff. Like that bar is set so high. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think that it'll it'll net out to be. It's kind of like the, the smash challenge that I did, yeah, right? Like right. it felt like that took me a lot more time than a regular video did. Uh, but it really didn't. It just it, like I subbed out the time that I take to like find footage and uh -huh. research certain things with playing the game and then finding the right clips and then like figuring out how to script uh -huh. it and stuff like that. Um, so I think we'll it, I think it will net out to be something. We'll see. It would be a while down the road though. Y'all don't get too excited too soon. <laughs> Like Christmas yeah, presents. Yeah, we, we, we're waiting on timing <laughs> yeah. on that one. Uh, moving along into the actual Q&A section, we got a couple different places you can do this. The first place is the YouTube community tab where AJ asks some questions and then you give some answers. You yeah. give some answers, we give some answers. <laughs> Curtis Merithew yes. 58 says, do you think there will be Pokemon profile pictures for the Switch? Question for the podcast. Oh, that's a good question. That is a very good question. I never considered that. Um, is there even like Pikachu right now? I feel like there's got to be like no Pikachu and Eevee, right? I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's not. And uh, assuming that that's the case, like it's not Pikachu. I'm pretty sure that that's right. not the case. Probably I, not. Probably I think no. you're right. Yeah, because otherwise, I think we would have gotten it with Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, and we would have gotten Pikachu and Eevee. But if we yeah. haven't yet, then. I don't think we're gonna get Sobble Group even thought about that, and it's like I know because Game Freak is weird with that stuff, yeah. right? Like they don't give even to Nintendo, they don't give them license to use Pokemon. But then Pokemon they have Funko Pops. Like what things. in the world? That's so yeah, weird. It's like so weird. It's like with Yoshi, they're like, nah, Pokemon don't exist in Yoshi's world. <laughs> not happening. We're not giving him the amiibo costumes. Can't do yep. it. Um, but then it's in Mario Maker. You know? Oh like, yeah. It's like so it's weird. Very weird. Uh, but yeah, so probably not, but you know, I mean, I guess we'll find out when it happens. Uh, Crazy Derp asked, will Kirby have to wait for another three years till a new game is announced or comes out? I, I hope I so. Forgot. And I hope they use that time to make a game that's good there this There was time. a, um, I think actually Lupot's broke it. Um, it was a story, yeah. it was, long story short, just that um, HAL Laboratory is, is recruiting for yeah. like, <laughs> For yeah, for a Kirby game, but like everything about it sounds pretty 3D, 
ish, um, which would be dope if that actually pans out in like, yeah, I mean, because it could be like, it. and they mentioned on the podcast too, and I was thinking the same thing, but like, could be 2.5D, like it's actually, it is 3D, right. but in 2D, you know, kind of stuff. Yeah, like Donkey Kong, I mean, which is yeah. fine, as long as the game is actually good, you know? <laughs> There's good 2D games. Make a good game, HAL yep. uh, Laboratory. How about that? How about that? Not I mean, for game. what it's worth, I feel like Kirby Star Allies, they treated it kind of like um, the Smash Bros. Ultimate sort of idea, as far as like yeah. it was like, mm-hmm. we're going to just put in all your favorite characters, just all the fan service right. or whatever. So yep. that said, hopefully that means that they are kind of closing a chapter and starting fresh with something new starting a new book that is actually good but yes it'll probably be a little while at this point um if they're hiring a new good book (laughs) (laughs) yep uh shy switch says tomodachi life for switch lol me's have so much wasted potential on the switch true that is very true true. you know what that's a um a key phrase that you know what that's a video there you go You you do it is Mies have wasted potential on Switch? Shy Switch, you, uh, you'll know. That was that's all you. I mean, it'll end up being one of us if we end up doing it because we'll have to do all the work. But yeah, the idea, we appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if that ends up happening at all. So that's all that comes from YouTube community tab. Uh, next up, Twitter. Patrick Spleen, also known as Patrick Green, because you know Halloween and stuff. I've been thinking. Ah, oh, that's, that's it is. It's spoopy indeed. Uh, He says, I've been thinking a lot, way too much, about what Mario hasn't done yet or where he hasn't gone yet, like we've (laughs) talked about a couple of times. He's been a baby, but not an old man. Old man Mario, post-apocalyptic mushroom kingdom. Discuss. Has he not been Um, an old man? There's, I think there's something canonically where, it's it's in one of the games, like, um, and you see Jumpman as being old or something like that. It was in a game uh, theory okay. video in any case. So it's like a cranky Kong that kind of thing. He doesn't, he's not playable situation. or anything, but he's like in a, um, it's like an old Sailor Man or whatever, like in a frame. So we, we actually don't see him as doing that. But you're right. Mario himself, I don't think has been old ever, even as like temporarily or cosplay or whatever. <laughs> so what? Does that become like a Captain Toad game where he can't jump anymore? Oh, like, man. Is that what we're going to do? <laughs> Or he just has flubber <laughs> shoes. <laughs> like, oh my god! Post-apocalyptic True. mushroom kingdom too. Like I, I'm just trying to envision that, and it's hilarious. <laughs> just, I don't know. Yeah, there you go. It's uh, old man Mario. He'll he'll have all like he'll have equipment. It'll be like a Zelda kind of thing. He's got a cane and a walker and a scooter, and he's got to run people over and all that stuff. He'd actually be a great fit in Mario yeah, Kart. Man. Just ride a scooter around. There true. you go. Actually, I think there That's was a true. like an old people scooter um, kart racing game. There was. I mean, there was. Uh, hey, it's possible. I, yeah, I think it came out on Switch like last year or something like that. In any case, very funny. Uh, Max Wright, our good bud, says we're one week away from Halloween and Luigi's Mansion. So I asked both of you if you could take any Nintendo game and make it Halloweeny, apart from Metroid. Duh. What would it be, and how would you do it? Uh, it would be Yoshi's Island, uh, and the you gotta instead of <laughs> instead of keeping Mario safe, mm-hmm. uh, there's a twist. You gotta keep Yoshi safe by covering his eyes when he's about to get spooked. There you go. Is <laughs> that's what's going to happen? I uh, I'm thinking Kirby, and it's a trick or treat theme, 
and uh, you go around to different houses and stuff like that and then each of them have you know i mean you go to house and the house is like kind of like a kingdom or something like that where you go in and you're like oh no something's going wrong here and it's my bud you know some somebody um but all the like enemies yep. are um you have to like you know save that that friend from there and then they'll join your you know your quest or something um but all the enemies are like pumpkin themed and stuff like that and so it's very spoopy halloweeny and like silly and stuff um also pokemon snack. yeah 100 percent. pokemon could be pretty much anything speaking yep. of pokemon peter peter pumpkin eater which is pete and bessie also from the loot spots says uh one month out what's your hype level for pokemon is it a day one purchase or are you still on the fence i mean it was always going to be a day one sure. purchase uh i mean hopefully not though hopefully day one hashtag <laughs> uh but if not then day uh day yep. one for sure I, i'm pretty hyped um, i think like i said earlier either we don't know things and that's great or we don't know things and that's oh you know and there's less to know than i would like to know but still there's so many like we don't know any of the towns barely like we've seen a little bits and pieces and so i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty excited about it like it's not constantly yeah. on my mind because it's not there infiltrating you. the you know the media you. and stuff like that. But whenever I do think about it, I'm pretty excited. How dare you? Uh, pretty easily. Pokemon's always on my mind. <laughs> uh, Bianca Wicks asks, since it's almost Halloween, I feel obligated to ask, what's the strangest thing to ever happen to you while trick or treating? If you never went, what non-scary movie actually scared the crap out of you out of, as a kid? Hashtag Parker says hi. I sure do. Um, okay, so I'll answer both of these because um, the trick or treating thing's not, it wasn't that weird, but like I only went trick or treating a few times that I can't uh-huh. remember. Um, I was, uh, I don't remember what it was. It was like Simba or some crap like nice. that. Nice. And my sister, my sister was a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in the wagon. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to this house that everybody was scared of, and my sister left me in the wagon. Oh, no. Uh, like she, for, she forgot me there. That's real know? sad. I was like, ah. Uh. I was like four. <laughs> and that you've never recovered. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, I'm still mentally in that <laughs> way. Um, and then first movie to scare me. And it's weird because like I'm very much so on the other end of that where it's like I'm too cynical now. Maybe that's mm. why. Um, but like I used to be freaking terrified of Little Shop of oh, Horror. Same, honestly. And I was in that and, play in college and like and I don't even know why like it, it wasn't even it was like I was scared of the plant but I wasn't scared of the plant because I saw the plant and was like oh that's a scary yeah. plant it was more so because I saw him eat yeah. somebody I was like oh that's terrifying well, yeah. dude I don't want to get eaten by well, a plant well it's supposed to be like um, a spoof horror thing but for kids it yeah. still has all the horror things I feel like you know because you don't realize what's parody or not you just see right. what's scary so like as a 10 year old or whatever when I watched that I saw that and sign or that and um, Sixth Sense within pretty short window of each other, and I was terrified that because you remember the bit in Sixth Sense where the lady mm-hmm. like or the girl grabs from under the bed grabs uh, his Bruce Wells's ankle or whatever, and then you know mm-hmm. she's nice. It's not like she's bad or anything, um, but that's scary when she just like grabs his ankle all of a sudden from under the bed. I had right. in my mind for several months the idea <laughs> that. Um, Seymour or uh, Audrey 2 which is the name of the plant uh-huh. would be under my bed right. and come out yeah. and you know grab me from there which I'd never been afraid of something being under my bed before that but for a while I legitimately just would like 
do 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 just going to bed and like walk and then run and jump to my bed it's so it's so it's weird so because weird. like even then like even when i was younger like i have an older sister well i have two older sisters True. but the older sister that is closer in yeah. age to me that this will be relevant um i was always the one that she was like i'm scared uh-huh. can you like welcome me when i go to the bathroom like scared of my shadow uh-huh. and stuff like that you know that type of crap <laughs> um i watched a scary movie can you sleep in my room tonight <laughs> Uh, that sort of thing but like for that movie I was like nah wow. dude yeah. um, and also like now and again maybe it's because of that but I'm like very cynical and it's like it's hard to, for me to be scared of a movie because I know how they yeah. did that I'm like oh yeah the, the, the guy over there with the jib he's messing <laughs> it all up you know like <laughs> they obviously did this in five yep. takes you know like that cut is obvious you know like I'm just like looking at it from the from behind the fourth wall and stuff yeah that um, definitely does like a, change things and like sometimes for me listening to albums is like that like having recorded music mm-hmm, and yeah, stuff same. and like yeah making right. videos and sometimes it's actually the opposite where like I'll watch somebody's video and be like oh man I would hate to have How? to do that yeah. <laughs> like uh, that's yeah, so yeah. much work or whatever um, right but yeah that's man, movies. so mine for the trick-or-treating one real quick um Again, as you might remember from my video from a couple weeks ago, my birthday is right around Halloween. And um, so my high school, we just our whole school, like it was just a small school. We probably I think I graduated like 82 people in my class or something like that. Um, And so there was just the neighborhood directly around our high school was like kind of everybody would go trick or treating around there the Thursday before Halloween. So it was just expected whether like even high schoolers and stuff like that so i was 15 or turning 15 or whatever i was dressed as spongebob squarepants and which is funny because i don't even watch spongebob very pretty much at all but nevertheless i was just a spongebob squarepants and um i was trick-or-treating with my sister and at some point she was like oh i've uh i've really got to use the bathroom and i was like uh okay do we know anybody around here and she's like yeah the christiansons live down that road and i was like okay sure and it's like not where we were trick-or-treating at all but like i mean like an adjacent neighborhood in any case and like so we started walking down there and i was like do we know what their house looks like and she's like no all i know is they've got a red van and then we got closer to it she's like this is the one i was like there's no red van so like how do you know that's the one and she's like oh i i, I just know and so we like walked up to the door it was pitch black inside so i was like i don't think we should bother them nobody (laughs) seems to be here and like probably we should just find somewhere else like i'm sorry you've got to go to the bathroom or whatever but she's like no well let's just let's just try so she rang the doorbell door swings open people jump out and yell surprise and 100 percent like out loud but in my head so not out loud but like i thought to myself surprise trick-or-treat party And then, like, and then finally figured it out and had a good old time. And that's where I got this space. That's right over here. That was for that birthday. But, um, yeah, I, so still to this day, I think very often, surprise trick or treat party. (laughs) (laughs) The dumbest thing that anybody could think. But I just forgot it was so close to my birthday. So all that said, how? I don't don't know. I think at the moment, like, I was just so caught up in, like, we're getting candy. Like, that's. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's the same thing for Halloween, but, like, well, I don't know. Oh, Christmas and you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because on a Christmas end, as far as like getting things, like that's always the question I get. Like, does it suck not getting yeah. as much gifts? And it's like, no, nah, I, I got more. <laughs> I got more gifts. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that does suck is because it's so cr- close to Christmas. Nobody wants to go yeah, anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Do yep. anything. So it's like, that sucks. Is it like that at all? Is it like the, all the focus is just like, it's Halloween. Like, think dude, so. I'm well, sorry okay, about so there it. was like, some of that. We, going to school, we had fall break, which... I don't, it seems like more schools in, in the U.S. are having it now, but at least when I was in middle school in the U.S., they didn't have fall break for very long mm-hmm. at all in any case. But fall break was always the week of Halloween. Like, whatever week Halloween was, it was just that whole week was off. And my birthday mm-hmm. is two days before Halloween. It's October 29th, and then October 31st is Halloween. So, like, most of the time, everybody was already completely out of town, like, going on trips and stuff. And so I would just right. be, like, hanging out by myself. So the very, very few times that Halloween would be on a Sunday, which meant that that would be the week of fall break, then my birthday would be on Friday. And, like, I was so excited to get to go to school on my birthday because it would be like, people get to see me and like be excited with me. <laughs> see, I never yeah, had that. that's true. Because it's impossible yeah. for, like, who, like, why would they yeah. do that? Where it's like, you're you're going to school for literally like four days <laughs> and then you're off yeah. again. So it was like, there was just no chance. Of, it didn't matter what day my birthday was on because yeah. like, I wasn't yeah, going right, to school exactly. anyway. December 27th, um, right? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I ne- there's just <laughs> that possibility never presents yep. itself, um, and it, it kind of sucks. Yep. But like that's fine. Do you okay at, at the same time? Sorry, go ahead. Huh? I, at the same time, I was cool with it because like I there was never a time of like I got a good school my birthday. Yeah. That's not which fun. now I've got to go to work school. on my birthday. Like that's less fun for sure. But you know, I mean, I think for the past like I, there it never really. Happen like for the last couple of years, either I was working on my birthday or on New Year's or on yeah. both. Uh, which I mean, just because of how days yeah. work, uh, I think it was last year, me and Bob, um, we made videos on Christmas and on, um, yeah, New right. Year's. So that was a really yeah, I think Christmas is a Wednesday this year, pretty sure. Yeah, <sighs> crazy so stuff. Nobody's got to do yep. that unless, unless well, we I mean, think of a Thursday upload or something. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll do some stuff. Uh, but yeah, in any case, I was the last thing I was going to ask on it was f- for you when it becomes Christmas season. Do you also feel like that means my birthday's coming up? Like, are those things tied in your mind to each other? Because okay, no. me neither with Halloween. That was I just realized that this year that like Halloween coming up for me is one thousand percent separate from my birthday. Like, I don't know. I right. would think that they would be connected because it's like when one happens, the other happens too. But I don't mm-hmm. know, it just doesn't. Like I don't really connect them too much together. So yeah, there you go. There's that. But yeah, there good stuff. So many things. I love it. Um, next comment. Next question. Bob Wolf. That guy. Uh, uh, Who's that, wo- dude? Boo- Boob Wolf. Bob, yeah, we got Bob it. Wolf. Bob Wolf from the Wolf Den Live asks, "What is Walt's <laughs> best cookie?" I don't know if it was meant to be like, but that's how that's how it came out. Nah, he said it like a memer, one hundred percent, or like a Russian uh, memer, like with his best boy. Uh, okay, I'm I'm saying I'm still going Russian just for fun. All right, what's his best cookie? Um, <laughs> uh, white chocolate chip macadamia nut, dude. Okay. That's a good cookie. Uh, Oreos are good. Um, oh, I have one hundred percent the answer he said for this. Best cookies, um, so like, 
Okay, what uh, is it? Okay, very accessible one. Don't say nothing stupid. Don't say like pears <laughs> or nothing dumb like that. No, so I'll say right. I'll say one that I enjoy. It's not the best cookie, but it's a much more accessible one. Is uh, uh, mint Oreos? Like that's easy. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, that's kind. That's kind of a thirty-year-old yeah, cookie. I mean, you know, like you get older. I love and mint chocolate. It's like kind of brushing your teeth. Kind. <laughs> I of, love mint chocolate, you know? but mint Oreos aren't the best version of that. The best version of that is after eights. If you can get a hold of those, they're not cookies. They're it's like really thin mints or really thin chocolates with like a mint cream kind of thing in the middle. But they're like perfect mm. ratio in any case. But the best cookie, one hundred percent, is uh, if you go to IKEA. Okay. You can get it. You can probably get. Actually, you can get similar cookies other places. Um, Pillsbury Farms or whatever they're called. Is that what they're called? Pillsbury Farm. Uh, Pepperidge Farms. Like Pepperidge that. Farms. Yeah, they make yeah, one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Geneva Cookie, which coincidentally is somewhere where I lived, and that's fun. And their Brussels cookies is also good, and that's somewhere where I lived. But their Geneva <laughs> cookies are similar to this, so that's like an easy way to get it. But it's. Uh, but IKEA has just. For some reason, they you buy this big old box of cookies. It's probably like forty cookies or something, um, and it's just the best cookie. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's you know what cookies I don't like. What? You know what are trash cookies? There's like there's like the cookies. You know they got like the big old plate. Well, the Christmas cookies and it's like well, just sugar cookies. Ones, like the oh they're man, like, no, it's oh, not okay. just it's not just sugar cookies, but they're like different kinds of cookies. Like there's some that are like. Oh. Like see which cookie I know what you're talking about. Like, like the green ones with the with the like dark stuff in it. Those are gross. So dude. few of those are gross. good in my opinion. Like they're mostly kind of bland. Like they just taste yeah. like sugar and cookie. And like that's right. that's fine. Yeah. You know whatever. If it's in front of me, I'll probably eat it. But I I'm not thrilled about it. Um, right. There's a lot of better cookies that are out there. And yeah, seldom are they yeah, man. in that kind of a. Uh, a box kind of thing but yeah like they, yeah. They, it's almost like they're they're like hey this is too many cookies <laughs> most of them have to be yeah, garbage right. you know or, i mean like, they were like uh well so we can individually market a whole bunch of our good cookies but these ones we can't sell yeah, well, we put all of so our we'll garbage ones together yeah like, <laughs> people just buy it for the you know versatility and stuff um it was like those um and like the ones that my dad always mm-hmm. got uh for that like they would have like they're like sugar cookies kind of and they got like a hershey kiss in the middle oh yeah yeah it would be like trail of his mixer you just like eat out some of this stuff like i'm just going to eat them and, <laughs> and the peanuts or whatever right and that's how it was i just literally ate just ate the uh, hershey kiss cookies. Yep. the rest of them are garbage dude all right i'm looking up um, real quick what um the ikea cookies are called there because if somebody happens to go and i didn't tell them what they were actually called then you'll be sad because you won't get to enjoy these wonderful delicious treats um okay it's uh called oh man um rep uh or whatever i don't know it's k-a-f-f-e-r-e-p if you go to if you go to ikea i wouldn't be surprised if they also have furniture called seriously though it's all just called gaff reps. So uh, there you go. There's some answers, Bob. Great. Good question, because it's Fanatics Foods, you know? And I already know what Bob would have said if Bob was here. He would have said black and white cookie. Never had one of those before. Um, But he likes I, Are they like the ones? Um, they're black and white cookies, dude. I don't know what else to tell you. I never had I feel had like them. they're coated um, with, it's like a, ice, like a black and white icing kind yeah, of thing yeah, on top. Yeah, I think yeah, I've had yeah, this before, yeah, and they were pretty yeah. good. Um. I never had them. Uh, they're like very specifically a New York uh, thing, which is, okay. I mean, it's weird that like I've never had yeah. them. 
um, because I go to New York uh, frequently. Um, and growing up, I have been to New I've York. I've had these for sure. Frequently. I just looked them up. But yeah. I just never had them before. I don't know. know. Like, but he's like, gotta get. But every time Bob's like, yo, we gotta get, et cetera, uh-huh. et cetera. We don't do it, dude. <laughs> we just go other places. Like, we, we've been trying to get ramen for oh, years. Oh, man. Ashley's point. also been trying to get Still ramen. There's like, there's nowhere really around here that does it. She's like, I just wanna try ramen somewhere. I was like, we'll have to find somewhere. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, we've tried it, but we were like specifically trying to get ramen yeah, together. Right, yeah. <laughs> So, all right, when, we'll make a list, PAX East, if I manage to get there this yeah, next year, exactly. and then we'll, uh, we'll get some of those things. How dare off. you? How dare you say if you manage? You're going to PAX. PAX Period. East when I go there. Uh, all right, last question yes. from Twitter. Then, Which, uh, yeah. actually, uh, PAX East, if you want to go to PAX East, uh, the badges are open. Oh. So, like, if you want to go to PAX and you want to see us at PAX, get, get you a I badge. I couldn't tell if you, you were know? saying you being me or you being... No, not you. Not you. See, this, this is the thing that's dumb. Media badges aren't open that, yet. That is kind of Registration dumb. for that, not open. But the people, commercial badges instead, you know, you buy those, just regular passes. Uh, you can buy those. They're there open. So There you go. For all you guys. Last comment from Twitter. Last question from Twitter, sorry. Uh, Benjamin Aquino says, Nintendo has a history of collaborating with third-party franchises. The example I can give you was Zelda Skyward Sword added in Sonic Lost World as additional content. There are more, but I can't think of them at this moment. Which first and third-party franchises would you like to see get the same collaboration? Uh, So specifically first and third. So... I mean, hmm. if we're going very specifically the same collaboration, so like, I guess the uh, the theme being first party DLC in a third party game. Obviously, we could broaden it from that, but if that's what we're thinking, okay, yeah. So all right, I, I, I get so what like you're third party so game, like, and they're like, a, oh, so we'll Nintendo throw some Nintendo stuff in there to the right, 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 right. So like Bayonetta and oh like, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Which uh, that one, I guess, arguably things. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> a third-party yes, game. That but. kind of idea, I guess, too. Um, hmm. See, this is a problem because I don't play that many third-party games. Uh, so, like, there's not many that I'm like, yeah, like, no. Uh, an easy one though, Kingdom Hearts. Oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts with like Mario. Man, or imagine Disney you know? and Nintendo being in the same thing. I know that'd be insane. I think there was a put yeah. Mickey in Smash. Yeah, man, alive. Um. I had a thought a second ago and I kind of forgot it. Um, oh yeah, the wi- Zelda and The Witcher could yeah, work true. pretty well because they do have Zelda stuff in yep. Skyrim. I mean, I guess well, one that we already did get was Starlink in. I mean, this is exactly that was Star Fox in Starlink. Yeah, in Star Fox. So that right. kind of a thing, um, which that's Ubisoft. So I mean, um, also like give us a, a Nintendo, th- and I know the whole like reasoning is like, well, the game itself was a Nintendo exclusive for a while with Shovel Knight, but like give us, give us, come on, come Wait, on, stop what being was dumb. what in the what? Because they did like for the Xbox release of Shovel Knight, they put Battletoads in there. Oh, for the PlayStation right. for release, they put the God of War. They put Kratos yep. in there. Um, get, put like Zelda or, or like you know boy Zelda mm-hmm. um, put boy Zelda in Shovel Knight yeah right, thank you I feel like it would be cool to have some like cause it's it's almost always gonna be Zelda or Mario or Mario or Zelda or maybe like Star Fox yeah. you know in a specific one or something but it would be fun to have representation from some different thing like throw Kid Icarus in something you know what put put Pikmin in, in Pokemon <laughs> 
Let's say that's kind of a third party. Kid Icarus in Gods and Monsters. That would be a fun time. True. Pit, that'd well, be dope. Put Pit specifically. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, there you same go. Thing, yeah, kind of. So there's that. Good stuff. Last one's coming from Discord. Uh, we got two questions from Grim Haynes to start us off. Can Bethesda manage to go one year without embarrassing themselves? They did for a while, no. I think, and then they stopped. I mean, did they? <laughs> I don't know if they did. Uh, Bethesda, I don't understand. Well, part because Bethesda is like a thing where they own multiple right, companies yeah. or multiple brands, I guess. Um, it's hard to say, but Bethesda proper, I don't think they've ever win mm-hmm. a year without something being dumb but people just accept it i guess you know? for a while like, the dumb the, things were the, what? like all like just bugs? Bugs? yeah okay. exactly like all the games that they release are yeah. buggy but that's the right. proper um so like not like id and like all that stuff but like you know like the skyrims and the fallouts like they're buggy as crap but people are like you know like they're super ambitious so it's okay <laughs> like no it's not yeah <laughs> yeah man this stuff it's going on recently is just funny that everything with fallout 76 yeah, and like man. yeah i don't know i mean i don't know enough of the nitty-gritty and details with fallout 76 they're stuff, creeping up on it just seems like they're creeping they should, up on ea territory I, I don't know somebody pointed i think jason schreier was like just seems like a tone-deaf move and i i think i kind of yeah. agree with that where it's like maybe just wait yep. a little bit and like you know yep. just get a little bit more good faith first because <laughs> they're lacking on right. that a bit Grimhane yep. again uh, with another Fanatics Foods asks us vanilla or chocolate? Uh, vanilla. Um, I'm not a huge chocolate person overall, okay. but like there's just certain things that I straight up don't like chocolate. Like I don't like chocolate ice okay. cream. No. Which I, Gross. in this, whenever I hear vanilla or chocolate, I think probably the context is ice cream because like vanilla isn't mm-hmm. too many other things like there are other things that are vanilla 100 percent. yeah like true cookies true. and like vanilla cream soda and yeah like if you think of it like that which i don't know golden oreos what's the oh. what's the what's i the, do not uh, stand golden that. oreos is no that, that's not <laughs> yeah, what i'm right. saying i'm saying is that are those vanilla i, I don't know and they kind of just like sugary flavor, right? But I think they're better. I think those are better. Interesting. Okay. Um, than the chocolate ones. I, um, well, the chocolate um, ones barely taste like chocolate either for what it's worth. So Yeah, exactly. Oreos just I think like that, Oreos. That's that's the, see, that's the thing. Like uh, chocolate Oreos have like that quality that I don't like about like uh, chocolate mm-hmm. ice cream. Yeah. Where it's like it's kind of almost like coffee-like. Interesting. And I don't like yeah. coffee. So it's like it, it all spirals out of yep. control. And it's just like I'm, So ah, I'll, I'm I'll say this much. Um I think usually for me, chocolate over vanilla, but there's uh, with with tier within the ice cream conversation, especially low tier ice cream, chocolate over vanilla, mid tier ice cream, vanilla over chocolate and high tier ice cream, chocolate over vanilla again, because like I think. I don't know about that. So, long story short, with that is like I think you can do a a vanilla bean or whatever pretty easily at like a pretty mid tier level, and that's like really good. But doing like a really really good chocolate is is a little bit. See, but this is the thing. I would much rather have like a vanilla ice cream with chocolate in it than the other way around. Oh yeah, I I would agree with that. So like I I, I do love chunks. So if we're talking about like more complicated stuff, I like like if chocolate is the base not for it but you put chocolate in it then yep. i'm down you know um but i don't like chocolate ice cream it mm-hmm. just like it has like a like a i don't know it's like which chocolate in general has more like bitter notes <laughs> you know and i'm not down for that that's the fanciest um, we've ever gotten 
<laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, mm. So yeah, no, I'm not yep. down. I mean, uh, chocolate's fine, you know. Yep. Like, I'll take it, but like, if you're giving me an option, yep. yeah. So that's stuff, interesting things. But yeah, for pretty much anything that's not ice cream, there's not really a lot of times to compare yeah. vanilla or chocolate anyway. Like, they're kind of in different True. contexts anyway. So, but I'd probably choose chocolate over vanilla unless it was like real good vanilla, which. Um, you know what? Um, that's uh, um, acceptance and equality. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but also having lived in, in Belgium, which is like the land of chocolate, Stryker can back me up on that. that I mean, yeah, that's true. Like you have like uh, extensive uh, experience with non-American. Oh, chocolate. absolutely. So yeah. maybe that I, has a lot to, to do with it too. To me, pretentious as it sounds, a lot of american chocolate which there's better stuff for sure now but like hershey's is I like mean, yeah hershey's to me isn't it's chocolate hershey's is candy like it's yeah. just a different thing entirely <laughs> i mean that's i mean that's dumb but like i, I, I mean i, I think that the, but you know i think this i think the statement that you just made was stupid <laughs> but like i agree with the sentiment yeah, right. you know uh yeah for sure all right moving right along lizrin asks what are you doing for halloween um probably working but i don't know it depends on if people are like yo you want to like do a thing but like that usually doesn't happen until what day is Thursday. Halloween? yeah no yeah. that's not gonna happen until it's the weekend that people are like yo you want to like do something so like yep. who knows dude i don't know i uh i don't know if i'm doing anything specifically for halloween but again birthday week and all that on friday so november 1st the day after halloween i think um Ashley and I and Mitch and Chris and Stephanie, who's our godchildren's parents, I think the five of us are going to get together and Mitch is going to DM for a one-off D&D campaign, which would be the first time. Chris is actually in my D&D campaign that, I, that we do every week. Um, so he knows how that works. And Ashley and Stephanie have never played it before. So this is like, it's my birthday, suckering you guys into having to play a thing that I like with me. (laughs) (laughs) And it'll be great and lots of fun, hopefully. But I think it might be, uh, I told Mitch, I think it would be fun if, because he's just going to make up a campaign, uh, just a homebrew thing. Mm -hmm. I think it would be funny if it would be, uh, you know, spooky kind of a thing, sort of. So that, I think, might be part of our Halloween activities. Yeah, it's gonna be That's right. people going. And then crazy. moving along, almost done. Huddy Bear asks two questions. Do you think companies will follow in the trail of EA and Blizzard concerning microtransactions? Uh yes. Um if they don't then get either there will be microtransactions in pretty much everything moving forward, or games will be more expensive because games cost more to make. Um and I don't see that letting up because people like people expect yeah. more. You know? Like every time we move forward like it's the thought is that, like, uh, as time moves forward, then technology is just easier right. to do. You know, like it's just easier to make a 4K game. It's like, nah, nah. No, we have really. more tools I mean, that can make us tweak it way more and more and more. You know, like that kind of thing. Because <laughs> it used yeah. to be, I mean, like filming stuff was hard back in the day. You'd have to film stuff, and then you'd have to like cut it together with scissors and stuff like that. So, but then when you got technology right. where you can just clip it, like, cool, that makes that easier. But then there's so many more things that you can do yeah. to that video afterwards. It's like, it's like evolution happens from the right, bottom yeah. up where um it it's easier to do stuff like what we're doing yeah. now right um but to what are you talking this about this is taking on, a lot of effort i mean it is but <laughs> i mean like but i mean like it's a lot it, it feel it's 
easier for us to make the video and i don't mean the podcast the podcast yeah. is different you know podcast to radio is not that huge <laughs> of a jump um but like in terms of like video to yeah. film like what we do you know like back then to do what we do when like you, everything was on film and cutting yeah. it and stuff like that it wouldn't be the easiest thing in the world to do like it would be harder mm-hmm. than it is now but it's very easy to do now whereas in film it's just as hard if not harder to shoot how yeah. they do it because there's it's more complicated in other yeah. ways you know yeah exactly um so and yeah. then he goes uh, on to ask following up on that do you think that 10 years from now microtransactions are in every game yeah in some level i think they'll be better at masking mm. it um and making it feel better you know i think the real question is now are, it, would they be in because i think they'll be in pretty much every third party like big budget game and stuff like that will they be in every nintendo game like that's probably the last stand well like in indie games like i don't think they won't be in indie games you know um besides yeah some of them randomly like i don't know rocket league for example i mean they might because again like that's another thing that is like evolving from yep, the bottom up right like indie games are like in this like they're getting to the like the 64-bit era yeah. right eventually they'll get to they'll catch up and they're going to be in the gamecube era and then they're going to be in the hda uh-huh. you know so it's like it's going to get to that point but it's just it's going to be on a, a lower level you know it's not going to be as expensive but i think we're still going to see that on yep. some level of like because it's like even now we see dlc and yeah that's games. true yeah i guess um, it's so. a question of whether dlc it means the same thing as microtransactions in this conversation i, I mean i think nintendo would probably be one of the last bastions of hope for not that but uh i mean they kind of gave up on that already yeah right (laughs) like if anything i think that ironically uh dlc Mm -hmm. for nintendo would make a lot of the games that they make and the things that they do feel better because it's cheaper Mm -hmm. you know like it would feel better to be charged twenty dollars for super mario party 2 as dlc than it will to pay sixty dollars for super mario and there's fewer expectations at that point too or like it's like oh okay well it's just dlc it's not like we're not expecting a whole new game we're just expecting extra stuff you know which means nintendo's like all right cool we don't have to work as hard on assets or anything we can just work on the actual mechanics and that's it right yep so that stuff 10 years 10 years away like could look so similar or so different in so many different ways i have no idea it's just going to be prettier (laughs) you know yeah stuff's going to be have more reflections yep uh going to have more pixels on the screen and people argue about it uh 2d so more of the same true uh 2ds asks and this is the last question we got what if metroid prime 4 is actually metroid 5 and parker is wrong um i mean that doesn't really make sense true yeah Yeah. because i mean i think the idea is metroid prime 4 is continuing off the storyline from metroid prime whereas metroid 5 is continuing off the storyline from metroid fusion and all those like the you know those other metroid games the 2d metroid ones essentially so them they would have to it would kind of like be it would kind of be like saying what if pokemon sword and shield is actually pokemon z you know <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like uh, it's two different things yeah. though <laughs> um i mean sure it's it would be possible for them to be like haha we're just gonna continue the story from this thing and not continue the thing i mean yeah, because like- <laughs> theoretically i not having fin- played much of the trilogy did did they close out the story of metroid prime in within the trilogy like is that kind of all 
you know, bottled up nice and tidy. I don't remember. I haven't played a game since 2009 <laughs> yeah. or whatever. So, dude. I mean, if Blades they close been... that up, then sure, I guess they could just be like, all right, instead of picking up the Metroid Prime, you know, storyline, we're going to pick up the Metroid 5 storyline. Uh, but I, I pretty much doubt it. I think they would rather leave themselves open to being able to do Metroid 5 in that yeah. kind of you know, sense. Obviously, they care about doing more 2D Metroid right. to some and degree because otherwise Metroid Samus wouldn't exist. I also think Retro is the type of studio, and I mean, Reggie yeah. confirmed as much, where it's like they just do what they want, dude. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think they want to continue on somebody else's legacy in yeah. that way. Um, so I can't, I couldn't see them yep. doing that. But you know what I could see us doing is finishing the podcast. That's you put the emphasis on the wrong word. You could you should have said you know what I can see us doing. You're done. I uh, just pretend that I said it the right way, and you guys all, right. all are so impressed by how I said it. The right. end. Right. All right. That's all we got for now. Um, be sure to like and subscribe the video or whatever, and like, review comment, subscribe. Um, and rate on. We haven't gotten a new review on iTunes in, like, so long. <laughs> I looked it up the other yeah, day. Yeah, man. Write us a review. Give us a good one, yeah. you know? That'd be great. We'll, uh, um, we'll also, like, tell your friends. Dude, you like this podcast? Say, hey, friend. You like listening to the podcast? Uh, you should listen to this one. Yep. It's great. It's a fun this time. It's a fun time. We're trying um, to get so more yeah, people to... Uh, to in- also, 100%. Once I started to say, all right, guys, we're heading out. Everybody's gone. <laughs> Like, nobody listens to the outro, so, like, no one's listening to this anymore. If you're listening to this part specifically, comment, um, I don't know, Orange Tentacle or something on Uh, YouTube. And then also comment, uh, what's the better part, the spaghetti or the meatball? Yeah, (laughs) you know that's so true. Comment that if you're still listening to this part. But, yeah, long story short, uh, we're trying to get more people listening to the podcast eventually just because that's, like, the way that we can best actually interact with you guys. So that's, uh, which, you know, is right. kind of our whole MO. All things considered. Exactly. So, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right. See y'all Goodbye. later. Bye.